Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the FTF podcast, episode number six. Today is going to be a bit of a special episode. Um, we'll talk about it in just a few. First, I'm going to do the introductions here. Fliss, how you doing today? What's going on? Yo, what's good, man? What Amenya here. How we doing? Good evening. Good evening. What is good? Uh, Mr. Skills Apex, how we doing tonight? One love, one love. And Toby. How you guys doing, man? And of course, me, Shufu. Uh, how's everybody doing today? How's everybody's weekend and week going so far? Doing good. I'm doing fantastic, bro. I'm doing fantastic, bro. I'm doing fantastic under these conditions that we're in right now, bro. Bro, he yeah. said, how's that week been going? <laughs> I'm messing, I'm messing. Sorry, I'm messing. I'm messing. Sorry. You guys be dead, bro, man. be dead, bro. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm messing. Oh, my. But today is going to be a bit of a special episode. Um, FTF are going to talk, uh, touch about just everything going on in the world at the moment so far um, with George Floyd and um, just the Black Lives Movement matter and stuff like that. Um, so I'm, I'm just going to get right into it. Um, so how have you guys kind of taken, you know, what's going on right now going on in the world? First, I want to say, you know, if you guys don't know what's going on with the matter, you know, George, George Floyd, you know, being a black man was killed by a cop, um, you know, knee to his, um, to his throat, neck. to his neck, yep. kind of rendering yep. him unable to breathe for, I think it's too long, honestly, to way too, too long. long. Nine to, and a half minutes. Nine and a half minutes. Nine and a half, half, minutes. And a half yeah. minutes. It's too long. Um, and, you know, he was, um, he was killed. You know, it's murder, it's homicide. And, um. You know, today we're going to talk about, you know, kind of what, you know, happened and stuff like that. Um, so how have you guys kind of taken what's happened, you know? I'll start off. Fuck it. All right. First of all, first of all, I just want to make it clear. Um, seeing as it is a, you know, very sensitive topic and we all got opinions or whatever. And um, I'm just going to say this now. Listen, if, if anything I say today yeah offends anybody, I do not care. I don't care. I don't want to hear. Oh, but what about this? No, I don't care. Do you understand? Because I can, this is this is coming straight from what I believe in my chest and what I know, because we live this, yeah? Everybody that you see on this podcast, we're all black people, yeah? And the audience might be black people, the audience might be white people, but I'm saying it from my point of view because I understand it, I live it, I've been there, yeah? So anything I say today, if anybody's offended, I don't give a fuck because it's coming from facts, it's not coming from an opinion or some sort of fictional place, yeah? Yeah. That's what I'm before you start, away. before you start, uh, I'm just gonna I'm, I'm gonna include you know for all of us you know if you guys do not align with our you know beliefs and our ideals you know of this Black Lives Matter movement you know we would prefer if you know just if you don't even want to be involved just you know click off the episode you know because this is what close we believe it. in close just, it, close just close, close it, it close you know um because this is what we believe in you know this matter is very important to us as you know. African American men and just black in general, black men in general. So, uh, Flish, you can go though. Uh, yeah. What was the question again? Let me just refresh. Like, what's your outtake? You know, like just your first outtakes on the whole uh, George Floyd matter. We'll go from like just the George Floyd itself before we get into the movement. Um, you know, when I first saw it, the first thing that came to my mind was, okay, this ain't nothing new. And you know what? That's the saddest thing that I could possibly think of. The fact that we've mm. been so conditioned to seeing mm. black people being killed by the police. So when I first saw it, I was like, oh, okay, another one. Here we go. People are going to, you know, hashtag it for about 15 hours and then move on like nothing ever happened. 
That was the first thing I thought of. Then I saw the movement start picking up a bit of wind, and I was like, all right, cool. Maybe, you know, maybe maybe this time something something might actually happen. And as it's progressed, hey, man, all I could say is that I've had a fucking smile on my face, man, just seeing the response. And, you know, the thing for me that's the most beautiful part about it is every other time most white people that I've spoke to about this have said, oh, but it's not all white people. Oh, but it's not me. Oh, but... But now, every white person I spoke to, well, 99% that I spoke to have said, what is it I can do to help? Mm. What is it that we can do to move this forward? Yeah? And that's the difference I'm seeing now. And it's because of the information that's floating around. People are sharing things about, you know, basically white people are just taking responsibility. It's not... What I think white people don't understand is that we're we're not saying this is your fault. We're not saying that. We're saying there's been a, a generational systematic... Uh, race, racism problem and it starts from white people white people are the root of it yeah and it's been like that so the moment white people can take that on and say you know what they're right it's true how do we elevate from this that's what we're saying we're asking you to join with us to try and elevate this shit we're not looking at you saying fuck white people you guys done this we're not doing that we're doing the complete opposite we're trying to work with you in order to elevate and, and help everyone out in the future that's, that's what we're doing here so, you know, it's been positive for me. There's been a few people that I've had, you know, ups yeah. and downs with about it. We'll get into them later. We'll get into, like, for some the, reason, the stuff later. Yeah. For some reason, people, especially white people who are privileged, you know, always feel the need to comment on things. Uh, they just always want to have a voice. Whenever, whenever they feel like they're being spoke about in a negative light, they just feel like they always have to have a voice and always have to be right and say whatever they need to say. You know, but hey, man, that's life in it. So, yeah, yeah we'll yeah. get into that a little bit. Uh, we'll get into like just that kind of side a little bit later into the podcast. Um, uh, Amenia, how do you, how do you, what's your outtake, your first outtake on the, yeah, the mine, was, mine was similar to Fliss. Obviously, us, both of us being from the UK, it's like you kind of see this stuff in America all the time. It's like, all right, fair enough, but you know, it, it happened, not fair enough, but it happens, like nothing too much of it. Didn't really look into it past just seeing the vid because obviously we hear this stuff like on what on a weekly basis um but i think the whole situation has been compounded tenfold by the fact that this year in general has just been nuts altogether with the whole lockdown and everything so to, to see people from you know complete lockdown staying indoors and, and whatnot to then suddenly uh out and about 24 7 and marching and whatnot is therefore very different to how it it had been previously because usually it's like okay we're all seeing these videos but we're all living our lives or doing whatever we've got to do so nobody really stops to actually do anything past put one hashtag tweet and then you know carrying what they're doing it's just like a couple hours right tomorrow morning we wake up we carry on uh saying what we're saying this occasion is, is very different but it's also a reminder that there are many people that are are tapped in. Oh, tapped is not a good example. Tapped is not a good word to use. Uh, people that are stupid or or ridiculous on this on this earth because you start seeing at these protests people that are actively going out of their way to make the situation uh, even worse for people that are of of a uh, of a darker complexion because you you will see people that are intentionally handing out bricks or intentionally vandalizing things with the hope of blaming it on black people to make the situation worse yeah adding chaos it, it's, kind of adding, yeah know. yeah and, and it's like yeah. 
for once just deep it like it's not all about you like somebody somebody has died and you will do whatever you can to justify it because oh the policeman was white or you know it's a couple bad apples or whatnot. Do you know what I mean? I, I saw. Well, let, me, let me just say quickly: he didn't die; he got murdered. Yes, of course. Yeah, I don't know if anyone heard that, but you were mad quiet on that bit. Yeah, he's, he's like it. he's in the back. He's in the way back. Yeah, I heard yeah, it. Yeah. We heard it. Yeah, we heard it. Yeah, yeah I, I saw a little. I saw a little clip. I think it was even a comedian actually. I forgot what it was. They said like with police, there's no such thing as like you can't say like bad apples. Do you know what I'm saying? It's, it's not like like if you go on like a, an airplane or whatever, you don't just say like yeah, some of the pilots are just maybe bad apples so maybe sometimes they'll crash sometimes they won't like they are literally there to to protect or to serve the public they cannot just be a thing of, of there are some bad apples yeah within within such a job like it, it is it is ridiculous but it is nice to see that people are finally like you know what it's not about just forcing someone's agenda it's not about forcing this agenda towards someone else it's like somebody's been murdered are we going to try and change something? Because I think even the most devout, you know, um, what what is the word? Like devout American or, or patriotic kind of guy can see that this Donald Trump individual is not a fantastic individual. He's he's a he's a clown. And at some point in time, you go accept that this is this is too much. So I I know Fliss is going to get onto it probably at some point soon. But the whole all lives matter thing to me is. Like it's stupid because it's like some people say it and they genuinely mean well and I, and I hear it, but it's like they don't understand the reason why the that hashtag came yeah. about in the first place. Like people started doing that purposely to spite people that were saying Black Lives Matter, as if people are <laughs> saying only Black Lives Matter or, or they matter the most or they're the most important. No one is saying that. It is it's saying like if anything, if there was a word in the end, it would be Black Lives Matter too, as in. Like they, they also are of importance, not just yeah. you in your own sphere. So there's a reason why it's being it said is. right now, you know? Yeah. And we'll yeah, definitely it, touch it on that. It is know? upsetting. Yeah, it is we'll definitely touch on that. Um now us in the US, you know, Toby, me, um, and skills, you know. How how do we Toby, you go first, but what's your outtake, you know, when you just first heard about, you know, what happened and like, you know, kind of the things you saw on social media and stuff. What was your first outtake? Um, I want to say that I uh, had the similar feeling that um, I think Chris had where it was just, uh, oh, wow, it's happening again. You know, um, you know, it happened in the past. It keeps happening. And, you know, it feels like nothing is going to change. Um, that's literally how I felt, bro. I, I just felt like nothing, nothing, nothing would change again. But um, it was very sad to see. I saw it. Um, I saw it the day it happened, and the day after it happened, it, it, it caught traction. So I saw the day it happened, I was on stream actually, I was just scrolling through Twitter, just having a little bit of a mental break, and um, I saw, you know, the I saw the video and I said, fuck, like again? Ah, man. And I just went back to stream, um, because as, as, as Fliss has said, it's like we're almost conditioned to, 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 to be used to these things happening. Um, and as, as, as the days went by, I saw the traction it was getting, and I started to see all the um, all the responses from people, and um, you know, it started making me look deeper into it because how I saw it, how how I've always seen this thing is that they just keep killing us, like no matter what we do, no matter 
how many rules we follow to just kill us. And in my mind, it's just about me trying my best not to get killed. You know, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. um I'm I'm I, I just felt conditioned, but now like I'm I'm getting out of that conditioning where it's it's never been something I expect, but I'm never gonna see a black person get killed again and feel like fuck, it's just another one of us. You know, it's it's you know, it actually makes me sick to my stomach. You know, I've over the past few days, I've been something's weird has been happening where I just wake up. Uh, I only get like three hours of sleep and I wake up and I just go back on Twitter, bro. And the things I've been seeing every single day, yeah. it just makes me like so sick. Makes me, makes sick, me yeah. so sick. Makes me so hard to go back to sleep again. So it's just, I don't I, I just, I just, it just felt, it just had a very defeating feeling when I first saw it. Like, oh, just an- another one, you know? Skills, what about you? Right, so so my outtake on this being a kid that's from another country or you know i mean island um <clears throat> pretty much like to, to to me we're like you know i mean our conditioning i don't know if this can back me up on this but if it's if it's like your parents always taught you you know what i mean be respectful to people you know what i mean if there's somebody that you know like a police officer you know what i mean somebody that you know is there to to, to, to provide you help or anything like that, you know, I mean, she show them some respect, you know I mean? That's that's how we grew up. So for me mm-hmm. to, to come to America and see that police is doing all of this stuff, I'm just like, yo, can I really trust these guys? Um, my really, I was really um, drawn back to the other day, not the other day, but it was like a while ago. And I was, I ain't gonna lie, I was racing to work, bro. I was late. I had a meeting to go to. Mine was hitting 70, bro. Mine was clocking it, bro, in like a 50-something zone. I was clocking it, bro. I had to get to work. And um, this vehicle was tailing me. And I was like, yo, if I'm like, why is this guy so close to me? So I picked up speed even more, you know what I mean, to get away from this guy because I don't know what's going on. Like halfway through the light, I got through a light, and the lights came on. I'm like, oh, shit. It's a, it's a cop, right? So fair enough. First time being pulled over ever in my life. Um, so immediately, you know, standard things that we're taught. Keep hands yeah, on I mean, the wheel. See, you know. Hands on the wheel, hands visible, where they can see them. Yeah. Um, wind your windows down. Wind out all your windows down before they even get to the car. So I put all the windows down before he even got to the car. Hands on the wheel. Guy came over. He's like, hey, man, how you doing? I was like, hey, man, I'm good. I mean, immediately, bro, just immediately trying to, like, you know what I mean, can talk to him. So it doesn't mean, like, so I just come off like hostile because, bro, think about when these cars, when these cops go to your car, bro, mm. in their head, they're thinking like, yo, bro, like maybe it's a regular traffic stop or it could go bad. You know what I mean? They don't know if I have fucking 10,000 pounds or something in the back of my car that I'm moving mm-hmm. and I don't want to, you know what I mean? They don't know that. So when they go up, they're like half hostile or half um, like casual, you know what I mean? So immediately when they pulled up, immediately, yo, man, how you doing? Woo, woo, yada, yada, yada. So he said, hey, man, you know how fast you're going? I was like, to be honest, man, I was, I was like, man, to be honest, man, I was not checking my speedometer, man. I was just, I was late for a meeting at work. And he's like, um, license and registrations. And it's like, okay, my license, my license in my wallet. My wallet's in my, my glove compartment, right? So, and my registration is in my glove compartment. So yeah. he was like, um, can I go for it? Can I reach for it? And he was like, yeah, 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 go ahead. So... Like I said, took my hand off the wheel, kept my left hand on the wheel, slowly but surely, opened the glove compartment, reached in, grabbed my wallet, 
Um, first thing, grabbed my, my license, gave it to him, reached back in, grabbed my registration, gave it to him, right? So the guy's there. Guy went back to his car. You know when the cop is not going to give you a ticket is when they come back to the car quickly. If they take some time, that means they're running your tags. Or you're, yeah. You know what I mean? So he goes to the car, comes back. He's like, he, the, the angle that he was standing before is like to my left, but farther behind me. Like, you know what I mean? More like towards my back window. But when he came back, he was standing like more directly in front of the window, you know what I mean? So he turned like towards me um, and he was like, hey, you work for FedEx, you know what I mean? I told this story before and uh -huh. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, my son works for FedEx. And that's when I knew like, yo, all right, the, the tension is broken, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. now he's telling me about, you know what I mean? So I was like, all right, cool. But I've seen situations like where I was in that's gone totally wrong, bro. Somebody reached for something or they... You know what I mean? Went too quickly and the cop got too fried. Because remember, bro, he has that thing in his mind. Like, yo, what if this guy, you know what I mean, pop off and I'm not ready? You know what I mean? So you're always, like, kind of on edge whenever they do a traffic stop or whatever. So um, I've seen situations where the guy, um, the cop pulled over. The guy was being very aggressive with the cop, saying, why are you pulling me over? Yada, yada, yada. And this and this and this. Thing got escalated. The cop felt like felt threatened pulled his gun, shot the guy, you know what I mean? And I've seen situations like that as went wrong. So I'm very fortunate that that nothing happened and it was just a warning that went on my way. But think about it, man. As a as a black American, you know what I mean, living living in this um, country, we shouldn't be scared being pulled over by the cop because it's not a thing that we should be scared about. It should just be, all right, I was speeding, I mean, I got a ticket or um, something happened, they pulled you over, just a check, you know what I mean, broken taillight, whatever. But when the broken taillight becomes, yo, bro, I don't know if I'm going to get shot today. Oh, bro, I don't know if I'm, something bad is going to happen when this cop pulls up. Like, that shouldn't be a fear for us. And Logan Paul said it best. I know the guy is, like, a really hated guy. A lot of people don't like him, but he said it best. Um, the stuff that he does in his vlogs that he doesn't get in trouble for is because he's white. White. Just, uh -huh. Uh -huh. Because he's white. You know what I mean? The stuff that I've seen another person do that is black, that's got arrested for got spent time in jail the same stuff that he does run around do stuff jump into places they're not supposed to go to places trespassing and he just gets away with it because he's white white privilege you know what i mean um so you know i mean we as a as a collective group of people we have to come together and and show and show show the world that you know I mean, we're one you know what i mean in jamaica we preach one love one heart and and it really that's what that's what that's what we need in America, man. It's one love, one heart, you know. What I mean, sometimes the one love, one heart, you know, what I mean, don't really shine as much, bro, but because of what's going on. But we need to band together, man, and come together as one, man, to really show like we're really standing for something good here. And the people that's uh doing all this crazy stuff, breaking windows, looting and all this stuff, man, you're doing it for the wrong reasoning, man. I I, I know you're saying Yeah, we're definitely gonna matter. touch we're gonna we're definitely gonna touch on that. As a way to vandalize stuff, uh, I've seen a video of um, cops collecting bricks in the back of their trucks. Um, all of a sudden, in the city, bricks are popping up everywhere in random spots, um, just in open areas where there's no construction. Random bricks are being placed just so they're saying, like, yo, you guys grab these bricks and break this window so we can arrest you or we can, you know, what I mean, you know, what I mean, stuff like that. So that's just my take on it. Man. Yes. Two cents in it. Mm hmm. Okay, well, um, my turn now. Um, when I heard the news, um, I think it was on stream. I think somebody told me about it because, you know, I saw it starting to pop up 
you know, another black man killed, you know, it was just like the usual, like, like you guys said. Um, uh-huh. And I think it was podcast. Day. I think somebody asked us about somebody asked us a question about that. I think it was Sean. I wasn't too sure. I think it was hero. Sean. He asked us about what's going on. And I said, you know, it's like, there's some good cops. There's some bad cop, you know, that's what we oh, said. Oh yes. You remember now. Yes, very that's right. when mm-hmm. I first mm-hmm. heard it. And then yep. I started, you know, you know, Twitter. Now I started seeing a lot more going on. You know, I started hearing a lot more information and I just realized like, no, it's, this is, it's way more than that. You know, uh-huh. at first I thought, you know, oh, it's just a, it's just a, a black man being killed by a cop. It's another day. But you know, when I heard what happened, when I heard, when I saw the video, like, I don't know, man, when I saw that video, my stomach just, it sank. Like, you know, the way the man was sitting, you know, he was, he was begging for air, you know, there was no need, like, just put the handcuffs on him. Like he's already complied and everything. Yet say, you're you on his neck, you know. Like you already had handcuffs. So I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah, you, you, already, you already have already handcuffs had on. Like the car, they're next to the car. Why? What's the point? Like why? Like you want him? It, it's literally like they wanted to kill him there. Like there was no. It was just. It's very. It's just not. It's not fair, you know. And that that was honestly my first outtake and um. I was very, I was just saddened. I was, I was sickened. I was, you know, there was a lot going on there. Um, and, you know, back to what Skills is saying about being pulled over. I think I've been pulled over once as well, um, you know, by a cop as well. And my heart sank and I was literally nervous that whole engagement, you know, why should I have to feel that way? You know, if it was somebody white, like they wouldn't, they wouldn't feel that way. You know, they wouldn't, they wouldn't have to, you know, because, they, you know, it's, they don't have that type of history, you know. There's not that, you know, it hasn't happened to them like that. But me, I have the fear. I have I have the fear in my heart that, you know, I have to pray. Like, I literally saw him pull up and I just started praying, you know. Why should that have to be the case, you know. And you know, that's the sad, that's the sad thing about it. You know, that in this day and age, that you know, that's something we have to fear, you know. And others don't. Just because of the color of our skin, that's something we have to be wary of and, you know, pray for. Um, and so, uh, moving on from that, um, have any of you guys been, like, pull it, like pulled over, you know, stuff like that? Other than skills, like, Toby, have you been pulled over? I've never been pulled over, bro. I don't drive too... Um, recklessly. Recklessly uh, to get pulled over, mainly because... Um, I don't want to potentially uh, almost lose my life or lose my life because I've seen a lot of people who get pulled over completely comply with everything that the police tell them. Um, you know, they ask if they can get to the to their wallet. They ask, can they do this? They ask, can they do that? And it doesn't it doesn't matter, bro. The police still uh the police still you know start firing. Um. I saw a video of, uh, you know, Young Black King. I think he was just, you know, he was just in his car late at night and uh, the police pulled him over and, you know, the police told him, you know, put your hands on the dashboard. He said, he is. He said, you know, get out of the vehicle. He said, okay, I want to get out of the vehicle. And he kept screaming at him to get out of the vehicle and he said, I'm, I'm getting out. I'm getting out of the vehicle. And as he stepped out of the vehicle, just started firing, you know. So, yeah, I... I Never been pulled over, man. But I do hope to God that I never do get pulled over, because you know, 
obey them, comply with them, do everything that you're meant to do, everything you're told to do, they just start firing. They just start firing. You know, it, it's it's you know, it's nothing to them. Oh well, we mm. killed another one. That's, that's another I one. Twitter as well. I, I hate on Twitter. Sorry to interrupt. I, I hate seeing people in the replies to these videos like, oh, may, maybe if he was just complying, this wouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. Bro, there are people that are literally speaking with the most polite tone of voice, hands on their heads or behind their back or whatever, not even the slightest raised voice or anything. And you're telling me because uh, they didn't comply or, or whatever, this, this is why this must have happened. Like, there is your excuse. It's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And, and there's others, you know, who are very easy to... We don't have the full story. We don't have the full scoop. Yeah. yeah. Um, how how you do you know it you, wasn't you, to do you, with race? How do you know it was to do with race? You, how do you know it wasn't to do with race? You don't need a full scoop or a full story. Um, the people that are meant to serve and protect us are not meant to gun us down. Yeah. That is the... um. You know, whether or not somebody is being hostile, whether or not somebody is being aggressive, that's the job. It comes, with, job. It comes, it with, comes with the job. You chose you to put be a the policeman. Badge on. Exactly. And you know, you, know, you chose gun, to be a policeman. Yeah, for the gun to be your first like your first line of defense, first your first response, yeah. you know, it's just it's, it's ridiculous to me. You know, I mean, you know. <clears throat> let me let me so, let this case on I think in that so, regard, I just I just want to say, um, we spoke about how we are afraid when police stop us, police pull us over or when we're stopped. I kind of want to make it clear that I don't necessarily, if the reason is that we are afraid, it's that they're afraid of us. And we have to kind of ask ourselves, why is it that they're afraid of us? And the only reason that I can possibly think of for that is because of the way that the system's built. The mm-hmm. system builds, yeah, us to look and you know, be portrayed as animals and 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 just being this type of person, that type of person. So the, the police, the reason why they act the way that they do towards us is because they have a preconception of how we are as people and, just by their preconceived notion, and, and, which and, means and, that... Yeah, go on. To add on to that, another thing they're afraid of is that we're seeking revenge yeah. for what their ancestors have done to us in the past. They believe that a lot of us um, see them and have malice towards them because of what they've done to us and because this because of the system they've built up um, for us to, to be to be trapped in. So they believe that anytime that we see them, we have revenge in our hearts and we want to take their lives. That is also is it, isn't that is it the, the that thing that's funny about that though. That's that's funny though. That is funny. It's, it's very it's very funny. You, it's very funny. You know exactly what, what has happened, happened and mm-hmm. what has been done over the done. last couple hundred years mm-hmm. but for some reason you still so basically what it is is basically saying we know what's going on here we know what we've done historically i'm protecting myself just so you don't protect just so you don't do something to me yeah. that's why they draw their guns because mm-hmm. they know exactly what's happened in the past they know what they've done to us and they're expecting some sort of revenge you know why mm-hmm. because the only language that they understand is violence violence yeah mm. violence and chaos so when somebody yeah when when somebody acts a certain way towards somebody else that's the way that they are yeah that's the way that they are and that's their that's that's just how they were brought up right so they only speak that language so they expect us well one day if we're doing all this to all these black people they're gonna have to do it to us one day so you know what i'm gonna fucking kill them before they kill me, to me. Yep. and that's how they think that's why when people say things like, oh, why can't you peacefully protest? Why can't you peacefully protest? Um, 
maybe because these people do not understand peace. Peace. Yeah. They don't understand peace. So when you tell me I need to fucking peacefully protest, yeah. I think the maddest one for me personally, in terms of like the American kind of events, I don't know if you guys remember, there was a, a woman called Sandra Bland who, um, similar thing, like speeding uh, a ticket or whatever. And the it one they killed her. and then took a picture of her on the floor. Yeah, and there was like a conspiracy. Yeah. To me, that was like the most, the most haunting one possible because like it's, it's like you, you're looking at these pictures and it's like, wait, this woman that was, you know, uh, very confident, very proud woman, uh, full-on activist and everything, like suddenly within a day it became, you know, suicidal and whatnot. And there were so many events uh, and, and uh, discrepancies between the police's story and evidence that was found and yet nothing happened like everybody everybody was putting like it in their tweets and stuff like that for for a long time and of course like we all knew all that but at the end of the day we're not we're not the jury like we can't we're not the justice system there's only so much we can do much that that we can do so So for everyone to kind of forget it like even when this first happened like as in the first thing i did when this had happened i was even thinking about this story and i was like i couldn't remember her name i was thinking is it like is it sarah is it sasha something and then somebody typed it in the chat. And if, so if it wasn't for him, I would have forgotten the name completely. I, I would have forgotten. And that, to me, is, is crazy. Now, I was going to say before, when Skills was telling his story, I feel like not, only on my behalf, that I, I can't speak for flits, but here, it, it's, a question, it, it's a question of the way the police behave here is, is different because they're more sly or, or, or it's, it's, less, oh, it's, it's less distinct. They try to make it America, subtle. They try to make yeah, it so because, because you, you, you guys have like they're all armed 24-7 and Seven, they're not your mm-hmm. armed and whatnot. So it is always straight like here comes the guns or whatever. For me, the last occasion where police have been involved in anything shows how subtle UK racism is. I can think back to think back to um must have been like August last year. I was with my guys who were having like a barbecue in, in the park, like some of my old school friends. It must have been I would say ten of us. It's like six, six black, four Asian, maybe or three Asian, a couple, a couple white guys, something like that. Anyway, we're having a barbecue in the park. Good vibe. Someone had speakers, like music was playing, but it was like in the middle of like the park, so there was no people being disturbed or or whatever. But you could see, like obviously, it's a barbecue. You can see a bit of smoke. Now, out of nowhere, we see a helicopter in the sky. I, I promise you anything. We see a helicopter in the sky. We're just thinking, oh, like, that's a bit strange. We don't really see many helicopters here. It's a bit of a quiet area. We start seeing fire engines pull up, four police cars pull up. And bear in mind, we're in the center of the park. So we now see police coming from all angles of the park as if we're playing, like, I don't mm. know, some model some warfare or something. Some or, or something. And, and we're thinking, like, okay, like, what is happening? Like, we're not going to run anywhere. Like, we're just eating and playing a bit of football in the, in the, little, in the little park. Mm-hmm. they've come in and said yeah the neighbours have, have complained that uh, you guys are, are setting the trees and the park on fire and, and like it is the tiniest bar like it's a little like like a, a, a forward that you can even fit in a microwave mm. and you're saying that people are, are lighting it on fire so they've come in with like fire engines multiple the videos are you would think there was some a great fire of London happening, multiple mm. fire engines, just for, for a few guys having a barbecue with calm vibes. They, in the end, I'll tell you, to be honest with you, they were like nice people. Obviously, they, they don't know what's happening. They just hear that like there's, you know, someone setting something on fire. 
they were cool people in the end, but still, it's like to know that people are that desperate to get others in trouble when it does not concern them. That's what's also worrying because it's like mm-hmm. this is the public as well, and the same way in America, you see those videos so many times of those Karens who just start snitching on nothing happening at all. So it's like, not only is it the police, but it it is your general public as well. The people that have voted for Trump or the people that have voted for Boris Johnson here. It's a whole issue that stems even beyond that. Because people, people people are getting killed based on some, any individual white person snitching on nothing that's happening. Or can you prove to me that you live here? No. This is my house. When we prove to you that I live here, this is my house. This is where I live. I don't want you so to get fucking beast and everything, bro. Yeah, bro, there's, there's so much. Bro, to... one sec, one sec. I'm, I'm seeing a lot of people in the chat right now in Toby's chat talking about MLK, all right? Now, let me just, let me just say something real quick. I hate it when people try to use Martin Luther King as some sort of reasoning bargain. Martin Luther King did his thing, yeah? He helped out. He was an amazing man. We all love him, all right? But when was Martin Luther King protesting and when was his peace rallies? About 60 years ago, 50, 60 years ago, right? What's happened since then? Yeah? What's the, what's, the, what's the percentage of progression since then? How many black people are still being fucking deleted by the police? Yeah? So when you try and say things like, oh, we should continue in Martin Luther King's favor and peacefully protest, yeah? Let me, let me, let me talk to you about peace, yeah? First of all, this in, in America, yeah, what peaceful things has America done? The whole of America has been founded, yeah, and built upon on violence. Like I said before, you cannot talk to somebody who doesn't understand peace with peace. They don't understand it. War, going to other people's countries, doing this and that to them, yeah, killing off people. Even America, the fucking land itself, they fucking killed everybody that was there and took over that shit. Do you understand what I'm saying? Slavery, what's that? Violence, yeah? Terrorism, what's that? Violence. The KKK, violence, yeah? White people protesting, carrying guns, yeah? This was two weeks ago. It's, 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 two just, weeks ago, yeah? Like, so don't talk to me about, oh, we should do what Martin Luther King does and, and do this and do that. We can't do that. And it's the simple reason why is because... I, I've seen videos, yeah, of people standing in the street, marching, just chanting things, singing things, police come over, bang, shooting things into the fucking, into the crowd for no reason whatsoever. Yeah, I've seen the guy sitting, I've seen the guy sitting on the floor saying nothing, didn't even say a word out of his mouth, the police came and dragged him up and started punching him up. Yeah, so don't talk to me about fucking peace. Do not talk to me about peace because they don't understand peace. You can't speak to somebody who doesn't understand a language. It's like going to fucking Germany and me speaking English to a German person. They have no idea what I'm saying. Yeah? So don't say, oh, we should do what Martin Luther King, oh, the peaceful way is the best way in my opinion. Yeah? Don't say that because you have no idea what you're talking about and you're sounding ignorant. Mm -hmm. So for everyone in in the the chat that's saying things like that, yeah, just understand the angle that we're coming from here. Can I, I want to say something really quick. Just a couple things. Um, one, um, Fliss when he says when he's talking about white, he's not talking about a collective. He's not talking about all the white people. All right. Oh, as if we have to even justify you know, that. And what, I'm, no, what, I'm just saying. I'm just saying a couple. 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 No, I see your chat now. Like, yeah. it's, it's a shock that someone has to even like, justify that. Like, what, I, what kind of idiot? 
doesn't understand what is being said here. That is really. You, you really see what's going on true. in the world right There's now. There's people that they know. clearly understand, but they want to try to paint a narrative of of somebody speaking. Mm. I said they don't understand, and that's just that's what people do here. That's Either they're too do. dumb to understand it, or or they are. No, they, a lot of them do understand it, but but they don't. They want to try to paint you as somebody who's. Uh, a racist they want to paint you as somebody like, like, like you're a racist. They want to yeah, paint you yeah. as a person who hates all white, white people. people. Exactly. We're talking about all white people. Let me say something real yes. quick. For for any person um, that takes offense when somebody generalizes a group, if we're not part of that group that's being generalized, you, shouldn't you should take not offense. take offense. You should not feel any type of way, which is why I'm unapologetic when I say white people. I'm unapologetic when I say white people because the white people that I know and the white people I fuck with understand. They're on my side. They know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, They know I'm not talking about them. So if you feel, oh, but why is he saying all white people? Then obviously you're part of the problem. You feel offended because it hits you deep in your core. It hits you deep in your core. That's why you're offended by it. Yeah, because you know exactly what I'm talking about. White people that I speak to on a daily basis and I say the word white, they don't they don't get angry because they know I'm not talking about them. But they understand what their fellow white people have done and the, the system that's been built on what white people have built. They understand that. That's why they're not offended. So if you think if you, if, if you have some sort of bone to pick with anyone about saying the word white, suck your mum. Don't give a fuck, because obviously that means that you've got some sort of issue there. You have some sort of issue to know that you're doing something wrong. If you did not do anything wrong, you shouldn't feel any type of way. Simple. So he's not, he's not, we're definitely not generalizing all white people, just to make that point clear. Um, and I do want to add, the kind of guy that I was going to, I was going to, um, someone says, uh, I was, all men are, men are trash or whatever. All men are trash. If, yeah. not me, if, not me, if, if somebody sure. says all men are trash, if you know that you're not trash, you they're not speaking to you. Exactly. They're not speaking to you. No one has ever said all men are chat. All men are trash. And I thought, damn, bro, why is she saying that about me? Because I know myself that I'm not trash. So if someone says, all oh, these white people that are saying this and that, if you know you're not that white person, it should not pertain to you. In fact, you should agree with them and see their point of view, not say, oh, why is she talking about all of us like that? Because he's not. And I want to say one thing for all the people that say, oh, wow, um, peacefully protest. Let me tell you something. Mm. If you haven't seen what's going on in America, two weeks ago, um, coronavirus got real serious. Um, but people wanted their massages. They wanted their haircuts. They wanted their freedom of movement. So you know what they did? They went to protest with AR-15s, AK-47s, and M-13s. I know you play a card. I know you know that guns can kill people. That's what they went to protest with in front of policemen. Nobody was tear gassed. Nobody was sniped from buildings with rubber bullets, causing them to be dysfunctional, almost killing them, if not, if not killing them. Nobody was beat to shit. There was no curfew. There was no curfew. But when we want to protest the rights, and when we just, we want to protest not being killed. We want to protest being able to live. That's when you, that's when people want us to be peaceful. We can't be peaceful. We've tried being peaceful. No revolution has been peaceful. Nothing gets done when your women weren't able to write, weren't able to vote. They weren't peaceful they, they about were it. They were chaining themselves and, and burning. They were throwing uh, bombs and stuff through letterboxes and whatnot. Jumping in front of fucking horses Come and on, shit. Man. 
Slaves weren't allowed to protest peacefully and be released. Let me even talk about that because I'll get angry. Because you know what I'm saying today? People are saying, how can you call uh, America racist? You were the first ones to... uh, uh, abolish slavery. Okay, you were the like, first one. As it, as if they woke up, slaves. As if you woke up like, oh, hello, guys. Let, let, let's change our minds. Let's just let's just change our minds. You don't understand how the people had to fight back. Bro. You went to other. You went to other nations. First of all, you came to a nation, apparently discovered it, killed <laughs> all the people there. They went to other nations, captured them, brought them to your nation, and they used them to build your nation. After no. how many hundreds of years, we were somehow able to 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 get a hold of you, but that didn't stop Jim Crow, bro. This you continue. This guy... Sorry, bro. Go sorry, on. sorry. Go on. Go on. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Go on. Go on. No, I was I was saying this guy freaking uh Christopher Columbus is one of the biggest frauds that America ever teaches people in history, bro. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. guy went and said he discovered places. He said he discovered Jamaican, like the islands, bro. Tahinas were living there way before, just like mm-hmm. Indians in America. Tahinas were living in Jamaica way before Christopher Columbus came there because it tells you in the thing in history down there that they were living there way before. The first time they ever seen ships and everything, that was when Christopher Columbus came there. This guy came there and said, oh, you discovered this place. This is um, this is a new land. And you know what he did, bro? They took all the women there, took the kids away from the parents, turned them into, you know I mean, slaves. And then boom, took the woman, bro, and then do whatever they want to do, bro. That's, that's a fraud, man. That's why Columbus Day and all that nonsense, bro. I stay away from that shit, bro. That's that's just stupid, bro. That's another history that they tell they teach people up here that that doesn't make any sense. I the history, the, I want to say the history of America is very muddied. It's very, you know, it's not some like peaceful, clean like stuff, you know. Um, with Martin Luther- it's, it's, it's not muddied, it's fucking fraudulence. It's built up upon yeah, it's, it's fucking dirty, yeah. plunder, pillage, and murder. That's what it's built upon. Yeah, 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 that, yeah, exactly. So, you know, um, with I'm okay, you know, um, I respect the man, you know, um, he was an important figurehead, but you have to realize stuff didn't start changing until he died when he was killed by a white guy. You know, that's when stuff started to change. It wasn't like, every white guy that killed him, please, Shufu. No, 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 no. I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You know, I'm, I'm not generalizing everybody. I'm just saying, yeah, you know. it was one person. It was one person, one white man that shot, that shot, uh, you know, MLK. And that's when changes started to happen. That's when people said, oh, we've had enough, you know. You know, the racism was very bad, you know, at that time, you know. Even with the protests, you know, it was still... It was still bad, you know, but, you know, stuff started to change. It's sad that, you know, a black man had to die before changes started arising, you know, and it's this, it's honestly the same case here. It's the same case all the time. You know, why should somebody have to die for change to occur? You know, and I, I, you know, I don't, I wish, I wish there was a way, you know, it's, I wish there was a way, you know, we could protest to get our point across, you know, safely, peacefully. You know, I wish, but it's just, it's in America, it's just not possible, you know? It's sad I that agree, I'm going to, yeah. you know, it, it's sad no, that it, I'm going to... It really, it really is, it's just not possible. I'm, it, it yeah, really it's, possible. it's sad I, I that I'm in... misunderstanding. People feel like, uh, you know, those are the, that are, like, not condoning, but, like, that are saying it's understandable, are saying this is what should happen and everyone must die to make up for it. But those people that are saying uh, do it peacefully or whatever, you ask them, okay, what should be done? No clue. 
no yeah, response whatsoever. Nobody knows what to do. No, no, nobody, of course, nobody wants anybody to die. Like I don't, nobody I don't want to be seeing people's people. Like I saw a video of some businesses to be burnt down. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants yeah, that. I, I, I saw someone like the, the guy. The guy was black himself, and and his his got burnt. His his van got burnt. And he was crying. He was saying, "Listen, like I'm one of you guys. Like I like this is not, this is not what I came here for. Like you, why did you pick my uh, van? Like did you not know? Whatever. And it's like. The guy was upset, but at the same time, it's like, what do you expect to be done? Because had it not been this situation whereby, again, the reason I mentioned Corona is because it is the one time where we should be at home. So to see this many people on the streets, um, like, this would this would not have been on the news and everyone just left it and said, oh, sorry, lads, he wasn't complying. We go again next time and we, like, we're going to we're going to peacefully tweet about it on, on the Internet. I, I didn't go into any like protest or, or, or whatever, but it doesn't mean that I'm going to be like against the people that, that did because oh. that is what their, their right is. But, and if nothing else is working, the question is, what, what happens next? Like no one can actually say what happens next. We all want to find a solution where nobody dies because that's not, that's just, a, you know, you're, we're human beings, right? It doesn't make sense to just say, oh, there surely must be another way. Then say what it is. Say what it is, and no one is saying it. I'm seeing in in any chat I'm looking at, or even on Twitter or whatever, nobody's saying it. What is what is this peaceful way? And show me when it has worked in 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 the past, and then you can you can discuss, man. No, because it's it's really crazy. Because if somebody like man, people are trying to, bro. People are people are trying to peacefully protest, but they're getting tear gassed. They're getting beaten. They're getting jailed. They're getting sniped from on top of buildings. Sniped from on top of buildings. People are getting shot at while peacefully protesting. So for everybody that's saying be peaceful, our peacefulness is met with violence against us. What do you what what what's the next step if it doesn't become violence? The, it, the, only, the only step next is violence. The only step next is violence. Because the number of people that I've seen with head and face injuries, do you know what it means to have your hands up and all of a sudden there's a bullet in the middle of your fucking face? There's a bullet to your head that's causing your brain to bleed. Police are bringing tanks. People were like, and, and, and that's the thing, like people are literally just protesting to live. They're protesting against the system that the the, the 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 racist systematic system against black people. They're protesting against it, and we're getting and and they're being met with violent police officers. They're being met right, with me violent, violent military. When, like he said earlier, when he's talking about how um, the white people who protested with AR-15s and every type of weapon in their arsenal they could pick up that day, um, when when they was out on the streets with their guns around their necks. Can we just kind of, you know, sit there and look at it from a switch point of view? What would have happened? No, actually, before I even say that, let's just let's just talk about the fact that Trump today, yeah, has called in the National Guard, mm-hmm. yeah, to combat people who are peacefully protesting, some looting, some some uh, rioting, yeah. But let's just figure out the dif- the difference here, okay? You got people that are walking around with machines around their necks ready to kill people. Yeah. And you've got people that are shouting walking around in the streets. 
which one needs the National Guard? What would have happened if it was black people with AR-15s around their necks walking around? It would have been a fucking massacre. That's what it would have been. It would have been the army that would have come down and slain everybody in sight. Even if there was a black guy sitting in a in a shop that was that was a hundred meters next to the protester, he would have got shot too. Yeah. So don't talk to me about oh you you have to do things peacefully. You have to do things peacefully. Are we are we are we are we not seeing what's going on here, or are you not just blind? Talk to me. I, I, I genuinely have a feeling that they're just blind. Idiot. They just they just Idiot. don't see. I they, genuinely they, have they just don't see. Shit. There are so many. I keep saying it, but there's so many subtle things that people that are not experiencing it are not gonna deep it until it is or, or showing in video form. Yeah. And that's why I said that we need to have this podcast because they mm. can't. They're not deep in it. They're not even, deep about it. Even prior to this whole situation, the entire Dufour situation. Even prior to this, right? We're talking just only uh, the the Corona stuff. I know here in the UK, we were on like it was proper lockdown. Like you do not leave your house unless it is like essential work or whatever. And at this point, we've got people on the news from, you know, certain demographics, again, doing dances outside on the street, like together, or having a party because they're celebrating the anniversary of winning the war like 60 years ago, right? They're dancing, having a great time, or they're on, they, you can see videos of them on the beaches, like relaxing with, in the beaches, packed, right? Again, one demographic. However, when uh, Eid came through, I think that's what, like one week ago, two weeks ago, I'm, I'm myself. I'm not Muslim. I know Shufu is. I think, I think he's the only one in this call right now that is is Muslim. And for me, I was even offended because they were, they they were tweeting out and put on all over the news. Please to all Muslims, like when it's Eid, don't, like don't come outside or, or whatever. And it's like, hold on, these people have been following the rules for the entire three or four weeks so far since Ramadan started. They've not been going out for their like one a.m. prayers and whatnot. And now you're saying, oh yeah, please, they they need to. And to stay at home, but the entire time you've got people dancing, celebrating that they won the war sixty years ago on TV, doing doing the conga and holding each other's arms and and swinging and dancing. How does that make any sense? Now you're never going to deep that until you've actually seen the difference between when people go outside and they're one color and another color, and and that to me is ridiculous. And it's the exact same thing, just at an exponentially higher rate in the US, where it's like this time. We have little guns in our hands, you know, shooting the clouds, saying, like, give us our country back, as if they're going to physically fight corona. How can you then turn around and say, oh, oh so now all of a sudden people can, uh, people can protest and people can go outside for, I believe the quote from that particular tweet was uh, for this George Lloyd, George Lloyd thing. How can you go from that to being allowed to do whatever you want because you can't get a haircut? I don't understand it. It does not make sense to me. People can do whatever they want. People are free to do what they want. Uh, but then if you're Muslim or if you're Black or if you're unfortunate enough on, on this, uh, in these countries to be both of them, nothing is allowed. Sorry. Here's what it is. Yeah, I didn't do anything, Eid. Um, you know, stayed in my home. You know, I didn't get to celebrate it. So My friends were at home. Is, they were at home every day. Because I know that... We always used to play like pro clubs, right? They would go to the, I think it's like Tower Away or something like that. They have some prayer at one. They do, yeah. We do a prayer at night. Um, yeah. When we break our and fast, then they come back. The they come back from mosque and we play pro clubs every night. Mm -hmm. They did not leave the house. Yep. 
And yet, like, all the messages everywhere, all over Twitter and the news, please, to all the Muslims, like, stay indoors. Like, don't come and celebrate. Who was celebrating? You people were celebrating the, the war. Winning the war, that was how many decades ago? What? Were you the one that was playing, fam? Were you, were you out on the fields? No, you were not. What are you celebrating? Yeah. It's uh it's a it's a bit of a sticky one still. Um I'm going to move on to uh you know the all lives matter kind of movement that because we're seeing a lot of people, you know, saying all lives matter and I think we all kind of agree to um to kind of the response to that and like well, you know what we're saying. You know, I've had people, you know, I would I would post like black lives matter and then I would have somebody tell me there's only one human race. Or there's only one race, the human race. You know, I've had somebody tell me that. And, um, you know, how do you guys kind of feel about... Because I know how I feel about it, you know. And it, it, it upsets if, me. If, it, my, if, my da- if my dad passed away, if my dad passed away, yeah, and we was in a funeral, and somebody came to the funeral and said, nah, fuck that, my dad passed away too. So that means that, you know what, instead of putting up a picture of your dad, and instead of on his coffin, we're going to write my dad's name. How would you feel? That's the simplest way to explain it. Because we're talking about something that's happening right now, every day. Literally this morning, another black guy was killed by the police. Yeah? We're talking about something that happens daily. Yeah? So when we say black lives matter, and you say all lives matter, black lives won't matter until all... Black, uh, all, all lives won't matter. matter. All lives won't matter until, until black lives matter. Black lives matter. Yeah? And you saying all lives matter is basically taking away from my fucking protest, yeah? You saying, oh, but all lives matter though, yeah? There's always a but. When I say black lives matter, there should not be a but. Do you understand what I'm saying? How can you put a but on me explaining the fact, trying to to prove that black lives matter? How are you going to put a but on that? Think about it. Think about how stupid that fucking sounds. It's like, and nobody's saying... All lives, nobody's not saying, like, we're not saying that all lives don't matter, you know? Nobody's saying, you know, white people don't matter, Hispanic, nobody's saying that. But at this moment in time, you know, there are, you know, there are black people dying, you know? And the movement's very necessary at the moment because it's, you don't see anybody else that, you know, if it was anything else, you know, if it was white people dying, you know, there would be movements for that too, you know? Everybody would change in their Facebook picture to, to the Eiffel Tower or to France exactly. or, or, or whatever. Man. Exactly. Changing their photographs on, on the internet to have different colors and whatnot. Acting like nobody cares whatsoever. Bro, I, I um, so in, in Southeast London, uh, one of like, the biggest attacks that has happened was this soldier called uh, Lee Rigby. Now, it was a horrific thing. You know, he, I think his head even got chopped off or whatever. Like very graphic stuff, and we were like, we were on the way from school, so we were like within in the vicinity. Um, and so now for the past, I think it was 2012, maybe seven, eight years, they've had this massive memorial. So every time you go past on the bus, like you remember, like you can see the flowers, the the photographs, the wreaths laid on on the on the floor. And that's not to say that this guy is not a rel- this guy is not important, or this this is not a sad situation. It is of course it is. But then you hear of other situations. There's one particular guy called Stephen Lawrence. Uh, there are no memorials with flowers and, and photographs everywhere and, and whatnot of him. 
you know, get, getting killed or getting murdered or whatever the case may be. It, it is one soldier that we all know about because he happened to be part of, of an incident that took place where the guy was white. There have been plenty. Listen, the, the end that I'm referring to, there is plenty of crazy, crazy things that have happened to, to individuals. But yeah, what, what do I hear about? Or which, which names do I see? It is the same. It is the same every single time. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. It's, it's absurd. Yeah, that's, that's, that's all for that point. I just, I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that. How people come through with the, uh, the all eyes thing. Obviously some people like they mean well when they say it. you kind of have to see what sort of standpoint they're coming from just in terms of like, if they were aware that it has negative connotation, because absolutely the first people that started using that phrase was to discredit the uh, the initial one. You, you know, However, you know the funny people... thing is, though, I, I, don't, I don't think people... Some people are trying to discredit it, yeah. But what I think the issue is right now with the people saying all lives matter is that they're so wrapped up in their white privilege that they do not understand mm. how not to be the centre of attention at all times. Mm. How somebody else can be in, more important than them for one moment. Yeah, when you're talking about something that's that's happening at a rife amount, yeah, and we need some light to be shed on it, some white people just can't handle that. It's not about me. It's not about me. No, 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 no. Wait, wait. Let's come on, guys. Come on. Let's let's just let do, let, let me be on that pedestal too. Okay. I want to be the person that you know is is looked at and said, oh, and him as well. Yeah, yeah we care about this, but we care about him as well. This is what's going on here. The, the privilege in their mindset, they need to be on the same level as everybody else or higher. Do you understand? That's the mindset that we have going on here. So the fact that they come up with the all lives matter thing, that's basically just saying, well, we're, we're important, but we're more important than you. Because anybody who has a brain knows <laughs> that, <laughs> that all lives doesn't matter until black lives matter. So if yeah. you don't agree with one, you don't agree with the other. Mm-hmm. Do you understand me? You, you, don't have a, you don't have a brain. I agree, all lives matter. But black lives matter too. And the fact that right now, black lives simply do not fucking matter at this present moment. So how are you going to say all lives matter? It doesn't make sense. Yeah? And that's the, that's the issue that we have right now. It's the white privilege that's going on. People feel the need to always be the center of attention. And they have this superiority complex because of hundreds and hundreds of years of being on top. Yeah? So they feel the need to always be the center of attention. They need to be the ones that are always there and being talked about and the superior spotlight on them. Mm-hmm. We're all humans, you know, at the end of the day. It, it you know, doesn't make sense. It's sad that we have to use it, you know. That's, that's the thing. You know, it's sad that we have to say black lives, uh, you know, black lives matter. You know, it's gotten to the point where we have to use it. You know, we have to say it because it's the biggest threat to, you know, us at the moment so it's sad man it's very sad um i think that is all we have to say about that but i do want to open it up to questions um and just chat because i know a lot of people have questions that they want to ask and just add to um and we definitely want to get you know chat involved and talk about this because I feel like people you know have stuff that they strongly want to say, get their opinion across, and so we're mm-hmm. glad to talk about it and stuff like that. So if you guys you know have any questions for those audio listeners listening on Spotify or Apple Music or anything like that on Anchor, um, 
we're on twitch.tv um in the chat if you guys want to do get involved maybe in future podcasts um to ask questions and stuff like that you know it's, it's twitch.tv forward slash our respective um names um so if anybody i open the floor now if anybody has any questions that they would like to ask um please do i think i have a couple as well toby you have any at the moment while i look down it's just um people interacting but not questions directed to us so go ahead whilst you think whilst you're looking for the questions mm -hmm. I'll, I'll add that again um that there, there are people that i'm seeing tweeting about everything that is going on and is is everything? I, I think I saw it mentioned in 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 Toby's chat previously. There there are people that, uh, very clearly, have got away with situations that have taken place, and people have been saying, "Hey, listen, man, this was like so long ago. Like, let it go. Like, we are you gonna just judge him forever or whatnot?" And then today again, I'm seeing this all lives matter thing, and then it's like, are, are you just not thinking straight, or like, are you doing this on purpose? What like what? do you think is going on here that you've been lucky since, enough to be since, since he's already blocked me uh i'll just say his name since he's already blocked me for no reason i don't know who you are i've never really spoken to you i've just heard of the things you've done um apparently nick 280 uh tweet something about all lives matter george floyd something 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 um this all everything pertaining you you're you I, I hate that we have to and I think before we go into Q&A, this is something we need to touch on. We need to touch on influencers and celebrities. I hate the fact that we have to look towards influencers and celebrities to, to have a positive stand. But the thing is, they are they do have influence. I, I, I'm not personally influenced by what other people say, not too much. I'm not really convinced by people I don't know personally. Um, but some influencers do have a stand. Um, someone came into my chat a while ago asking, after all of this happened, someone came into my chat. I'm sure you guys all know about the Kurt situation. For anybody who doesn't know, Kurt was banned from playing FIFA because of um, some, um, let me say, let me just say some fights he had with EA, um, some disagreements he had with EA, he was banned. And someone came into my chat and said, why haven't they banned Nick 280? Because um, if you guys didn't know, this was a while ago. But on stream, he called a black footballer, Eric Bailly, who was in a terrible defensive job because of how FIFA is. A, um, so, um, you know, he got a little bit of backlash, this and that. Nothing happened. And the person said, if he can say that term while playing EA's game, why don't EA also ban him? And I said, you know what, maybe it's just because it's in the past. It doesn't particularly pertain to EA. He didn't directly attack EA, so they might not need to take the fall. Today, he's tweeted out on All Lives Matter. Um, and we've just touched on All Lives Matter and why this is not the time to say All Lives Matter. Because for centuries, Black Lives haven't mattered. So do All Lives really matter? It doesn't really seem like they do. Um, and he's, he's tweeted out All Lives Matter. He tweeted out something about George Floyd misspelling his name. Um, and when it comes to this, this is also the second time I've seen something pertaining to George Floyd as a as a as I guess the, the reason why this has all been put into action. Somebody else tweeted today saying, um, I don't know why people are outside protesting about this George Floyd thing. I had a few people say, oh, you know, he just didn't know what to call the protest. Call the protest a protest. Protest, dumbass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
you, you, you idiot. Call the protest a protest. That's what it is. That's what it is. Insensitive and it's just detachment. And so people are trying to challenge me. And I didn't have to have a cons I didn't have to have a um a conversation with them because when you see people's way of thinking and you see how detached and how they just probably want to troll, you don't have discussions with them. But Nick 280, tweet out, um, all lives matter, and George Floyd, he misspelled the name, and you know, everything that's happened in the past um is is starting to resurface. And I just want to say, um, I've had a few people say they're not watching him anymore. A few people say they don't like him anymore. Um, when he first used that hard R on a footballer, it was a mistake. He didn't intend to do that. Mm -hmm. And that's how you know people's true nature. People's true nature shows when they're angry, when they can't contain their emotions. If I got, if, if, if I, if George, if Ryan Kent scored against me and I said, God damn, I hate these. And I said, oh, mistake. I didn't mean to say that. Oops, 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 oops. Ninkin oops, oops, oops. I didn't mean to say that. What is my idea? What, what, what does that tell you about my ideas on white people? What does that tell you? Yeah, it shows that you don't. You guys should not be like surprised. That you, you, you guys should not be surprised that he, he's tweeting about all lives matter. You should not be surprised that he's detached from this situation. You should not be surprised that he's insensitive. On, on the black people that are being killed numerously and the systematic racist oppression that we have to that we have to go through on a daily basis. Nick will never drive at night thinking that he's gonna get pulled over and killed. There's a waffle house next to my house. How many times have I told you guys I'm gonna go get I'm gonna go go to a waffle house? Police cars are always in my area at night. My heart is beating constantly because I've seen people who have complied with the police killed on the spots. So don't be surprised about this insensitive detachment that he has or any other person that's tweeting about all lives matter or this or that. Mm, bro, a, a mistake. Listen, you can somewhat legislate for a mistake being the incorrect spelling of, of someone's name. Like that one, people make typos. Like obviously, it's stupid to make a typo on something so serious, but people make typos. Like that is a mistake. Nobody mm -hmm. intentionally wrote someone's name wrong mm -hmm. what to say that on a video that is not an that is not like an accident or whatever like it's an accident and, and, and to be honest with you people whenever it's brought up and i'm gonna have to mention it or whatever people are like oh didn't you see how much he raised for charity and what and what does that now mean that he has a pass to just say whatever he wants because he raised money for listen gg like fantastic uh, very happy that money is being raised for, for a good cause but let's not act like now somebody is uh, an incredible human being because they said sorry Forgive for getting me, for getting clocked on stream saying something so wild and then changing their reason four times as to why it was because it was drake or because he was angry you that's something i want i want you guys to see whenever somebody uses the term i'm not talking about you know we have nepentis that said oh my nigga you cannot do that you know i i, I understand that White people use the term nigger every now and then, and even sometimes they use it in their general vocabulary. And I cannot stop every white person from saying nigger. But when you use the term, man, I, I hate saying I hate saying the word. When you use the term ER, ER, pertaining to a black player in a video game, that is your nature towards black people. No matter what excuse 
you try to use. I don't have to forgive you as a black person. I don't have to forgive you. I don't know you personally. I don't even care about you. So I, I know it's, it's, I'm not bothered by it, but I don't have to forgive you. It's not a mistake. It's a word you use on an everyday basis. Yep, you man. try to hide. And because of your anger, you let it out. So you got no, no one should be surprised about what about what he's tweeted or why he's deleted it or this or that. Whether he's changed or not is is not is not like I don't care. I don't know. But for everybody who's been asking about it in chat or talking about it, that's my opinion on the topic. Mm -hmm. I'm on him. I'm already blocked, so I don't care. I'll say anything I want. I'm already blocked. I don't know why, but I've Bro, never spoken to him. I'm not blocked, and, and if care. he was in this call right now. I, I'm not blocked, and if he was in this call right now, I would be an ass. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. I don't. He's got to say. I don't care if he's trying to come up with some next fucking weird reasoning. I will ching him. Simple as that. I don't care. I don't business. That's the thing. A lot of people. A lot of people seem to think as well. But when a person's in a position of, of, you know, of influence, of that you can give him. You can give him. You can give him because mm -hmm. oh, this guy's got you know. He's got powers in the community or whatever. I don't give a fuck. I do not give a fuck. I've never been a person to fold just because somebody's done this or done that or whatever, or they've got some sort of position of power. I will go after whoever I feel deserves to be gone after. I don't give a fuck if it's going to affect me in the long run due to my career chances or whatever. I don't care. I do not care. I could work in, I could work in the fucking royal family right now. And if Prince fucking Harry, or not Prince Harry's cool guy, not if Prince fucking Philip decided to say some some derogatory shit, I would call him out on it on that fucking spot. Yeah? That's yeah. the type of that's the type of that's the type of mentality we have to have. We can't mm -hmm. allow certain people to get away with things just because they're a certain person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's what I feel a lot of people right now are doing. They're looking at him and saying, oh, but it's Nick 2018. Look at him. He raises so much for charity. He's a great guy, mm -hmm. actually. I mm -hmm. do not give a fuck. Yeah? There's morality that becomes comes before trying to elevate yourself socially. Yeah? And that's the way it's meant to be. And if you don't rock like that, fuck you. Simple mm -hmm. as that. Mm -hmm. Also, uh, after, we, after we get on uh, um, to the q and I've got a topic that we should talk about, and it should be I saw Wura talking about it in the chat. Um, well, she didn't say this specifically, but she did mention police. Um, but I, I, I've, I was speaking to my dad today about uh, what, what, what do we, what's our thoughts on black people being police in in uh, oh, that's, that's countries that's something in countries like the US and countries like the UK and whatever. Um, and and also let me let me get this thing straight as well because a lot of people seem to say oh we're getting supporters in the UK as well bitch we go through this shit as well there's fucking five people in my ends I'm talking a mile radius that have been killed by feds mm -hmm. yeah black people so don't say oh we're getting support from the UK we are going through the shit as well yeah mm -hmm. let's just get that straight for a second let's get that straight for a second we're not supporting we are th we're part of this mm -hmm. yeah. All right, go for it. Do you want? Do you want? Should I? Should I go through questions first, or you want to? We can touch yeah, on yeah, that questions. Also, oh, yeah. something I said. I said I wanted to touch on something just before you went into Q and A when I was speaking, okay. and it just escaped my mind. Do you remember what I said? Wait, wait, wait. Someone just said in in Toby's chat, "Bruv, the UK ain't near as bad." What are we? What are we identifying as as bad? How how can you measure the the badness of a black man getting isn't, killed? Yeah, isn't death bad enough? Are like... you skunked? Are you all right? Like, uh, this is the mentality that a lot of people have. Yep. 
oh, yep. it's not as bad in this country. Mm-hmm. It still happens. How could you try and how could you try and differentiate between what's bad and what isn't? Are you skunked, dickhead? Anyway, continue. Um, <laughs> tonight, bro. I like it, bro. Shit, talk your shit. Yeah, excuse um, me, just sitting back, just enjoy, bro. Um, okay, so I have a question. Like, we'll go through questions first because I feel like we don't have many questions. Um, I got, I got, I've got a good, a few really good ones, but yeah, same. I have a, I have a few really good ones. All right, we'll just go back and forth. Like, we'll one, one, one. Okay. Um, thoughts on the usage of rubber bullets? They shouldn't. I mean. Why are they needed? Why are they needed? I mean, First of all, I just want to say, why are police shooting the American people? The first, yeah. Why are you shooting the American people? Why is the president saying when the looting starts, the it shooting starts? Why are the people that are put in a position to protect us shooting at us? Let me tell you right now, a rubber bullet is a, is a steel bullet covered in rubber have you played call of duty have you watched you with my ax50 when i shoot someone in the head they get downed you coat it with rubber it goes with the same velocity it has the same impact it just it doesn't go through your head they're aiming at people's heads they're they're aiming at people's eyes from buildings this is not a fucking video game this is not gta this is real life people are getting shot in the head for peacefully protesting. They should, nobody should be getting shot. You're meant to protect us. Why am I afraid of police? Why am I afraid of police? Why have I been told that Toby, we want, why, why have I been told that by my parents that they want to take me to a country where I can better my life and I come here not knowing anything about America because we're not toy Nigeria. We're not taught in Nigeria. That's something you guys didn't know. We're not taught about what's going on in this country. Why do I find out that I'm here and I could be sleeping in my room and people can come in and shoot me? The police. These are not random people. These are the people that I'm meant to go to, the people I'm meant to call, the people that are meant to protect me. They're going into black people's homes and killing them. They're shooting people from roofs during peaceful protests. Rubber bullets should not be used. Any bullets should not be used. Okay. Toby, do you have a question? You want me to go again? You go. Um, Six said, um, his question, are you optimistic or scared for the future? I'm hella scared. My kid is 18 months and I can't bear to think what the world come to, what, what the world would be like in 10 to 15 time, in, in 10 to 15 years time. Can I, can I, go ahead. can I say something? Go ahead. So I feel bad for like people like six and people that have children now, because you see all these protests happening. You see all these riots and looting stuff happening. And it's like, wow, my son has to, or my child has to grow up with this, like with all this stuff in the world happening. It is, it, you know, it's very, you know, sad. It's just, it's not fair. You know, it's not fair to, it's not fair to six. It's not fair to his child. You know, so if, if on, I don't even have the answer, you know, to like, you know, like for the what should change or what has to change, you know, if I knew I would share it, you know, because this shit, it needs to stop, you know, um, even with the violence and stuff like that. I don't think anybody agrees with looting 
and violence. At the same time, we all understand why it's happening. There needs to be a change, you know? All this violence and stuff, it's too much, you know? It's, it's too much. And... You know, we don't, we, you know, we don't understand, we don't know what, like, the change needs to be, you know, if it was that easy, you know, it'll, it would have been done already, you know, so, I just, I pray for, you know, the next generation, I'm in my 20s now, you know, like, I'm gonna have a kid soon, or not a kid, I gotta, I'm gonna get married, you know, I gotta start thinking about that further, mm -hmm. I, you know, further in my life, you know? Let, let, let me, let me talk about the next generation of black kids, I thought this the other day i just you know it came up in my head and i thought to myself is it selfish of me to bring a black child into this world is it selfish of me yeah because all the shit that's going on the way the system is built it's against us so mm. i am literally bringing a child into this world for them to be fucking a victim yeah and that's the seriousness that's the deepness of this right now yeah, I'm literally sitting here thinking to myself, shall I or shall I not have kids? And that's a sad because I don't want to be I don't want to be the reason I don't want to be the reason or the person that brings a person in this world just to get fucking abused. Mm. Yeah, and that's how deep the shit is. I've never, ever in my wildest dreams ever thought about that until this last couple of weeks. Yeah, and mm. white people never, ever have to think about that. They shouldn't have to think about that. No one should have to think about that. But we do. So when people sit there and say, oh, but this, but that, there's no buts. There's no buts. This is the realism that we deal with. This is the life that we deal with. Yeah. We have to think about these things. Who, who, what, what white person do you know that has to teach their five-year-old son how to deal with fucking police? Yeah. What white person do you know that has to teach their son how to fucking maneuver in a car so they don't get shot because they have a mobile phone in their hand? That's the seriousness here. Um, okay, I have a, I have a question. Um, this one's very serious. I'm not um, gonna... Sorry, real quick, you guys yeah, should uh, right. check the FTF group chat. Look on um, the Discord. Sorry, look at you. Calm for me. Um, not down to me, but it's calm for me. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. That's good. Um, okay. My question here. I'm not gonna state the name. Um, just because. But um. He says, okay, so I'm a conservative and I did vote for Trump. I don't agree with how he has handled the majority of things during the protests and riots. I think it's necessary to say that for the question. Listening to the podcast has opened my mind, opened my eyes to a lot of things. And I thank everyone on the podcast for that. You're welcome. My question is this. How would you address conservatives like me who voted for Trump, voted and support Trump? We want to say we support peaceful protests and Black Lives Matter and denounce the corrupt cops and the police force, but feel like it will all fall on deaf ears because of how we voted. Um, conservative, Democrat, Republican, I mean, I think we can all see what Trump is doing and saying. And I'll say this, at the end of the day, we're just people, you know? And if you think something is wrong, then, you know, and you you can you can agree with other people that it's wrong just because you're conservative just because you swing left just because you swing right you know at the end of the day something that is wrong is wrong and i think everybody can agree to that whether your financial beliefs whether your i don't know whatever beliefs you may have you know and why you voted for trump you know whatever the reason may be you know I don't like him, you know, as just a person. I don't care what he's done for our country. Like, people say, oh, he's made our country financially better or something. I don't give a fuck. Like, you know, 
I don't I don't care. You know, that's not my that's not where my that's not, you know, if that's why you voted for Trump, cool. Like, but any human being can see what Trump is doing at the moment. He's doing nothing. He's he's literally he's making the situation worse. And he's he's handling it the worst way possible. And any human being, any American, anybody can see that. And just because you're conservative, just because you're whatever, it doesn't matter, you know? Like Anybody can see it. So that's that's what I have to say. I want to say one more thing um, pertaining to that. Um, I think we need to normalize accepting people who have changed. Mm -hmm. um, I see a lot of people say, a lot of people crit criticize people that have changed their opinion or their take on something they had in the past. And this individual who said, who said that he understands where we're coming from and he thanks us for the podcast. What was I saying? I was, I'm trying to say that people can get educated on a topic. Exactly. And their opinion can change. Exactly. Every time on social media, when someone says something that was opposite from what they said in the past, I see a lot of, wasn't this you? This ain't you? This and that? Didn't you say this? Didn't you say that? We need to be open to people being able to change. Yeah. That's the first thing I want to say. The second thing I want to say is anybody who's conservative or Republican or whatever, who's voted in Trump or supports him, if you want your voice, if you want your voice to be heard right now and you want to stand up for the things that are happening for um to black people, please, by all means, you are people that we also need. We need people who are not black people who are white people who are Asian people or anything to also stand up for this movement white people have more power than black people in this country help us help us help Please. us help us help us help us white privilege exists help it exists no matter how much you don't want to see it it exists you are treated differently you are treated better the white poli police won't attack you as much as they attack us. We need your help. I literally saw a video today, bro. I saw a video today. The white girl standing in front of the black girl, the right? The white girl standing bro. in front of the black guy. And so, what happened? Bro, there was a video I, today that I seen. This black guy was oh. kneeling next to a white girl in front of the police. And what did they do? They went for him, of course. What did she do? She stood right in front of him. Stood right in front of it and moved him away. That is the visual representation of what we need. We need people that will come and, you know, help us out. And the, the, the issue with this world that I think that's going on right now is that we've got so many people that are just self, you know, it's, it's like dog eat dog world, survival of the fittest. And because they're elevated, they're in a position of elevation right now, they feel like they should tarnish that or risk that to try and help other people out. So it's a morality standpoint right now. We're at, we're, at a, we're at a point right now where we have to look at what's morally right and what's morally wrong. And a lot of people don't care about what's morally, uh, morally right. They care about what benefits them. And from, that's the issue that we have here. From, from the moment I saw a video, it must have been yesterday or the day before, of uh, some woman, I think maybe even Keemstar posted it or whatever, some woman who had like a hammer or something like that, taking a, she'd go out of her car, take a photo of her like with like a mask on and hammer against like a fence. Took a picture for like ten seconds. Go back in the car to go and post it on Instagram. Yeah, I saw it. You saw the video as well. Yeah. So the moment I saw that, I said, "Yeah, bro, people are they're, they're not serious at all. People's priorities are so backwards. It's 
it's unbelievable. Like I understand wanting to look like you've helped by just posting a tweet with a hashtag and whatnot. I understand that, but like to actively go out and pretend that you cloud, are doing bro. way more than you actually—that's just too much, man. Because cloud, again, bro, like us, cloud, us, serious, bro. us here, or even if you're in America, but like you're you're staying at home to be safe, or you know it's dangerous, or whatever. I know Toby was saying like he's not with his parents and stuff, so he rather stay at home to so that they're not panicking. So he cannot be out and about. So putting up tweets and, and pictures and stuff like that, by all means do so. Don't go and pretend that you're like really, you know, on the front line fighting and helping. And then you take a, a video for Instagram that you're helping out rebuild the walls or whatever. Come on, man. That that is absurd. That is shocking. That is shocking. So I agree with you. Okay. Um. Well. Um. Toby, do you have a question? Yep. I got one. Okay. Give one second. Go ahead. Sorry. Also, uh, Fliss and um, skills. If you get back to me from what I put in Discord, real quick. Um. So, um. Can we? I. I don't want to. I don't want to like rush, and I, I do want to take consideration of everybody's question. But you know, if we can answer them a bit quicker, that way we can get through. Yep. Yeah. Sure. Um. Um, I wanted to I wanted to um, go to Nick's question, but Nick, I think Marcus asked something very, very important. He said, can you guys help us white people understand how you black people feel on a deeper level? I think you just listen to what is being said. Yeah. yeah. There's no, you cannot just come and like, you cannot just adequately describe what an what? individual is feeling in a, in a two or one sentence answer. You, you understand by watching the videos that are being shown on Twitter of people reacting uh IRO or or whatever anyone is saying in in person or on this entire call, you get a general picture of what someone is feeling. You cannot just say like, oh hello, like, how do you feel? Right? If in in any scenario, what no matter what colour you are, in any scenario, um, if you ask someone like how are you? And someone's like dead day. They're never going to just open up or suddenly be like, oh, yeah, so this happened, this happened, this happened. I'm really upset about this, but this one's all right. No, no one says that. So you cannot just simply as what, well, you know, again, he means it well, the question he's asking, but you cannot just suddenly answer a question. Yeah. Look, in, look in the mirror right now. Yeah, if you're a white person right now and you want to know the answer to that question, look in the mirror right now and say to yourself, would I like to be a black man in 2020? If your answer is no, then that's your answer. Just listen and educate yourself. You know, that's the most important thing. Listen to what's going on and educate yourself. You know, I think that's the best thing you can you can do, you know. It's, it's, it's not about how we feel. It shouldn't be about, oh, what is it that you're going through? What is it that you're feeling? It's simply that you don't want to be in our position. And if you know that you don't want to be in our position, then, <laughs> shut me, you need to change. Something needs to change there. Do you know what I'm saying? It's just as simple as that, bro. Mm. Okay. Um... I'm going to ask a question now. Um, Afif says, my question is, how will evident problems with race relations in America especially be fixed? So, evident problem. I mean, that's what we're, that's why we're protesting now. I mean, we don't know the answer. You know, we, we don't know the, the fix. You know, we can start by doing stuff that might help changing, you know, like, you know, voting and stuff like that. But that's not a change. That's not a fix. You know, just because we have somebody new in office doesn't mean it's just going to change overnight, you know. So, stuff like that, you know, 
we don't i i don't for a fact i don't have a for sure answer so and if anybody has you know something they can say you know i don't i don't think racism is never ever going to be fixed exactly it's never going to be fixed there's no there's no way racism will ever be fixed simply because there's always going to be somebody out there that believes that they are superior and the reason why that's going to happen is because if you take it back to the days when we was you know fucking neanderthals survival of the fit the fittest yeah you take it back to the caveman days survival of the fittest there's always one person that has to be on top when there's capitalism there's people that are on top and when you start to believe that you are on top then that brings superiority. What does superiority bring? Supremacy. That's what happens. Yeah. Damn, you know, there was one. There's, there's, there's one thing today that oh, I saw. Bro. Um, this is very well educated. Very well educated. There's, 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 out there's, here in these streets. Very well educated. Listen, listen. There's there's one thing I saw today that really bugged me, and it was um a thread on Twitter of people post like white people posting what their um. What 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 it what their their family members were responding to their uh, oh wow activism. bro wow, so seeing... people people were on you know like Facebook and Twitter or whatever and they was posting their activism and the amount of comments I saw from the older generation people who were like aunties and uncles and granddads and grandmas and they were saying oh if you keep saying this stuff uh, we're gonna disown you black people are the problem da 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 and that is the reason why racism racism and things will not get better because racism is taught yeah and when you have people like that that elders in the community and you teach things a child right now is not going to have a different opinion to what their mom's going to have yeah a 10 year old child goes with what their mom says if i bring up my kid to hate white people he's going to hate white people because i said he does we the same it's the same way my dad supports arsenal and when i was five years old i decided to support arsenal, support arsenal too. because my dad supports arsenal we are taught things yeah nobody's born racist yeah nobody is born thinking that they're fucking uh, some god tier fucking person it's taught yeah it's taught and the reason why racism will not end is because it's taught hold on i meant somebody's echoing sorry with me i turned it off okay hey war what up i have i wanted to touch on something about racism real quick um when i was um when i was little i know this is a story but i'm not going to tell how it's going to be quick and straight to the point when i was um when i was in elementary school um, that's like primary school for those that are, you know, in the UK and stuff like that. When I was in elementary school, I went to elementary school in the US and I went to school. It, it was, you know, I was like probably the only black kid in my class. I was, it, there was like two black people in my class and I would always get sent out. I would always get, you know, I would always get sent out. I would always go home with like a slip, you know, in my agenda. I'd have like, you know, I always thought I was a bad kid, you know, growing up, uh, you know, and my teachers, you know, I'd always be the bad kid in the class and stuff like that. Um, me and the other, you know, black boy. And so, um, growing up, you know, I grew out, you know, I went to Nigeria for, uh, for middle school or high school, middle school slash high school, which is secondary school, um, for those wondering. And I always, I asked my mom, you know, I came back home one of these days and I asked my mom, like, mom, why'd you, why'd you pull me out of school? Like, you know, I... There was no reason to, you know, I could have just stayed, you know, with my parents and stuff like that, you know, because I didn't have my parents at the time. I was just by myself. I had my uncle and my cousins. And my mom told me, you know, like, did you not like realize what was going on? You know, 
you're always getting set out. You're always getting in trouble. And I would always get my, you know, I would always get my ass beat. You know, I would always get punished for, you know, stuff. I'd go home for like the dumbest things and I'd get my ass whooped. You know, I'd find ways to cover up the tracks of me being in trouble. And my, you know, my mom told me straight up, you know, you're not a bad kid. You know, it's literally, it's like them, you know, you were being, they were being racist, you know, because the color of your skin, you know, you were a black kid at the time, you know? And for me, that really opened my eyes. Like, like, that's crazy. Like, I didn't think, I didn't think like at that age that I'm being, you know, kind of leave kind of racially you know profiled that way to where i'm getting in trouble just because of the color of my skin it really opened my eyes and you know it, it, was, it was sad you know when i when i think about it you know and i'm you know i'm i'm lucky to have a loving mother that pulled me out of school and you know loving mother and father pulled me out of school because they realized what was happening but you know some people it, they don't they don't they're not lucky enough to see that you know so i just wanted to share that I, I had a, I had a similar scenario as well. Um, I remember when I was in about year three, I think. Does any yo, Amenia, what age group is year three? Uh, you are like ten or something. Ten? Yeah. No, no. You're, no, year three no, is about nine. seven years nine. old. He's nine. Yeah. He's nine. 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 Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So no, I remember being in year three. Eight, and but yeah, Karen. There was this one teacher that I had called uh, Miss Denny, right? White lady, about fifty uh-huh. or something like that. And uh, I remember, like, she there was, like, two black kids in my class, right? Me and some other kid. And I remember she said that we were behaving like chimps, right? Mm. And that was my first kind of introduction to, you know, systematic racism. That was my first, first introduction. And um, at the time, you know, being fucking nine years old, you don't think anything of it. But when I told my mom about it... <laughs> Both my mom and dad left work immediately and raced down to the school. And, you know, this is the stuff that we have to deal with. All right. Now, another thing, Slimmy just commented, he did a great comment talking about the education system. And, um, you know, <laughs> when we're talking about the reason why racism will never, you know, change is because, like I said before, it's learned. Right. And what do we do at school? We learn. And what are we taught at school? What they teach us at school. We're not taught what we want to know at school. We're taught what they teach us, all right? So as a black kid, the only thing we knew about black people was slavery, yeah? The only thing I ever fucking heard when I was growing up was, oh, yeah, black people, you know, their history is slavery. That's it. That's all we knew of, yeah? So the whole, the whole, the whole system, yeah, is designed to, doubt, to be a downfall for black people, yeah? We are literally taught that we were slaves and that's it. We have no other history. While white people are fucking conquering heroes, everybody's doing this, everybody's doing that. White people made this, they're the, they invented that, they invented this. They're the reason why this fucking world ticks. Yeah? And that's the difference here. That's the reason why we will never, ever see an end to racism because of the way the system is built. Yeah? When you've got a five-year-old kid that goes to school and hears about slavery, and then you've got a five-year-old kid that goes to school and hears about Christopher Columbus founding the world, and he's some fucking conquering hero, what are you going to think? What's your self-esteem going to be like as a black kid? And what's your self-esteem going to be like as a white kid? As a white kid, you're feeling victorious. Yeah, man, look at us. We're, you know, we're doing great things. We, 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 we did this for the world. We did that for the world. As a black kid, you're thinking, wow, my ancestors used to be slaves. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. Mm-hmm. So your mentality, we we you know everyone speaks about mental health. Mental health is a great topic right now, as it should be. 
yeah? But where's the mental health of the fucking children, yeah, that are taught about all this shit since the day that they fucking came out their mum? Yeah? That's a difference here. That's a difference between what uh, white people and black people go through, yeah? From the day we are taught in school, we're taught that we're subordinate. We're taught that we were once the, you know, just the, the, the second-class citizens of the world. That's the difference here. That's I, the reason why racism will never, ever change because a point of that system. With, with regards to what Fliss is saying, again, all, all is, uh, is agreed. Things are learned, things are taught and whatnot. I have a very interesting perspective that is probably different to what most people would experience for those that are obviously like listening and whatnot, or you do not know who I am. Like I am, uh, I am half Ghanaian and half uh, Russian. Now, with my grandparents from my Moldovan Russian side, they are lovely people, like incredible. Always look after me and my little brother. Always look after everyone. My dad, whatever. My dad and my my, my white granddad are like best pals now. I've heard stories from way back when they first, like when my parents were first together and whatnot, and they would go to a. Uh, like he, they first went to visit my mom's parents. Obviously, my mom is my white side. Apparently, it was a case of like over my dead body, like this will never happen, blah, blah, blah. Because naturally, they've been living in Russia their entire life. All they know is white people, no, nothing to do with black people. Like, what on earth is this guy doing here? But over time, within what, getting to know the guy for like a year, two years, whatever, the situation completely fit on his head. All the ideas and ideologies have changed completely. And it's a case of, if you are willing to, there is no age where it is too late to have your mentality changed. Now, of course, some people are just so tapped, or they, they know that black people are not inferior, but they choose to avoid it. In America, you are around black people every day. So if you are still choosing to be racist or not to understand what's taking place here, that is on you. But I, it, it is clear to me from this scenario here that I can say with, like, with my chest that these my grandparents are not racist like in in the slightest at this point but you go back 25 30 years or whatever it was over my dead body will i allow you to to marry this guy and that to me is is mad because that is obviously something that you wouldn't really hear much about because most people their parents are the same race and so i just want to contribute that it is definitely possible for people to unlearn it but it's also based on your your scenario because Again, if you've never ever seen black people in your life, I, I assume your situation will be different. Uh, Americans, I don't know. It's kind of you, you're somewhat tapped. Hmm. Mm -hmm. So, okay. Um, Toby, do you have a do you have a question? Can I say something? Go yeah. over. Yeah, sure. Hi. Welcome, Hi. by the way. Welcome, Welcome to the podcast. Yeah. Thank you for um, uh, joining us. Do, would you like? I know you're very. Uh, you got some good. You've you got a good head on your shoulders, so I'd love to hear what you got Toby, to say. Toby, why don't you introduce your... <laughs> your... Um, thanks. I just suggested that you should have a female perspective. And people in the chat agreed with me, so I was like, Toby, you ask them if I can join. Uh, thank you guys for doing this. I'm happy that you guys are using your platform to have this discussion. And you guys are, like, a lot better than other people because there's some people who just, like, I don't even want to talk about it to white people because, like, they're not going to understand. But I don't think that's a way of changing things. So I'm happy that you guys are doing this. Um, there's a lot of history. Well, first thing, I don't remember who said something about like not knowing your history or not, not learning about it. I'm African. Like, of course, <laughs> I was born in Nigeria, but I've lived here like since I was five. So for me, it's kind of like I am 
I guess nationality wise Nigerian, but um, I kind of uh, have that African American perspective compared to, I guess maybe Toby who just came here a couple of years ago. So I kind of like live in both worlds and had to learn in both worlds. And you guys are very right about the whole they don't tell, they don't teach black people their history. And like even African people, I was asking Toby, like, do they learn about Nigerian history before colonization or like they don't even teach that either. And it all stems from like first of all, when I'm saying white man or I'm not talking about every white person, because someone's already coming for me in the chat. So I just want to make sure that they know that. But it comes from the idea of white people trying to suppress blackness, any form of blackness. When they brought slaves here, they try to make them forget their languages because they separated them. So they wouldn't let people who spoke the same language stay in the same type of um, plantation. They stole all of the things from Africa and then put it in museums, but won't give it back to the people who they took it from. So it's a systematic thing of trying to not let Black people know about their history. And it takes ourselves to actually go learn it. Like, I had to go and like enroll in African American studies class. I look for books. I look for things about it. I had to learn about the Oshun and the religion of Africa, I mean, of Nigeria before the white people came and introduced Christianity. And that seems like a lot, but that's what helped me in a way to understand our history. Because I don't think it's fair that Black people don't get to know their history. The history they paint for us in social studies is very, like, whitewash. It's very, oh, slavery, oh, civil war, oh, um, what is it? With MLK, and then it's over. Like, they don't talk about, a couple of days ago, it was the anniversary of the Tulusa massacre in Oklahoma, where KKK and the white supremacists literally burned down Black Wall Street. It was a place in Oklahoma where Black people were thriving, Black prisoners were thriving, they were doing amazing, they were pulling themselves up by the bootstraps like white people tell us to do all the time, and they destroyed it because they were threatened by it. They don't teach us that at school. I had to go out of my way to learn that. So it is very sad that Black people don't get to know their history, and even African Black people don't get to know their history. I don't know about other countries, but I know in Nigeria, like, they don't have that, and that's like, why are our history being taken away from us? Why is what we created being taken away from us? So any person who's Black in this chat, and even white people too, if you, if you haven't had the opportunity to learn about Black people, go look for it yourself. Educate yourself. Go... Hmm? I'm sorry. Keep talking. I didn't know what you... But like, no, it's form, so man. important to know where you're coming from. It's so important to know your culture. Because the thing... White people look at black people as inferior but we need to learn ourselves that we're not inferior there's nothing about us that makes us less than them there's nothing about us that makes us that we can't speak up for ourselves because if we're being honest this country america was built by slaves everything before a certain time maybe the newer buildings and things of that nature everything past a certain time period was built by slaves all the monuments in washington the white house all of that stuff was built by slaves so literally this country is this country because of black people. So the way they're treated, just like, it makes me so angry. <laughs> I was talking to Toby about this whole situation, everything that gets so mad, because it's just like, these people are literally the reason this country is standing. If white, black people were forced to fight in a war for American independence of a country that was still treating them slaves, they were forced, even though the Civil War technically was said to 
free slaves, they were forced to fight in that and still had to go through Jim Crow. So there's so many things that like this country wouldn't be without black people. And to me, it's just like, I just want black pr- pride. I want more of us to have that. Like, don't let anything that's happening make you not be proud of your blackness. Whether you're Ghanaian or Jamaican or African-American, be proud of your blackness because we have endured and continue to endure so much. And it's ridiculous. From colonization to slavery to systematic oppression to the prison system, we have endured so much and we continue to. So like, this one thing that I want everyone to take is just like, be like, look at yourself and be like, I am proud that I'm black. And I'm sad that you guys had that experience of people calling you monkeys at school and things of that nature. That's horrible to have. And I'm happy you guys have grown from that and learned to love your blackness. I went to a predominantly black school, so I never had those experiences. So I'm glad that you guys have learned from that. And the, maybe people who live in the UK who are, are around more white people, I'm glad that you're learning to love yourself because black people are amazing. Like just think of any music you listen to, it wouldn't be here without black people. Think of sports, think of TV shows, think of movies. Like, <laughs> I hope people aren't looking at it as time because I just think black people should be a little bit, be more proud of themselves. Yes. And this one person, I don't know his name, IP, uh, he is coming from YouTube chat. I thought that guy. Listen, I just want to say thank you for that, Laura. Thank you. And and also we have to also remember this is the this is the craziest thing here, is that black people, yeah, we're you know, we've we've we're 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 taken advantage of and we're you know we're the bottom of the pile. But black women, they are the bottom of the pile. So the fact that Wura comes onto this place and she knows exactly what she's talking about, she's headstrong and she's just completely knows herself and she's talking about everything from the heart, it's beautiful to see. And it gives me hope. Because if she can do it, why the fuck can't I? Do you understand? Mm-hmm. So, thank you, Laura. I appreciate it. Thank that. you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to add to what she said. And I think um, Triple just said it the best here. He said, unfortunately, history is written by the victors, which is a big flaw in the education system and the way history has been taught. They, I need you know. I need to see chat. 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 Don't spawn W. I, I need to see chat. What are they doing? <laughs> why are they doing that? I'm sorry, I thought I muted. I'm sorry. Oh, oh thank you. <laughs> but, um, you know, yeah, it's like the education system will never, it, it's because it needs to be taught, you know, like what I said, it needs, kids need to learn that black people are being mistreated, even till now, you know, they were mistreated in the past, you know, and, and now, and it's probably still going to continue. And the only way, like, people need to learn that stuff is going on that way in the future, there can be a change, you know, somebody can, you know, they can be some, they can be changed. And the only way is, you know, we have to teach, we have to educate, you know, and that's, that's the most important thing. Um, thank you for, again. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no Go ahead. So I've been on Twitter, you know, following, trying to spread awareness and stuff. And a big thing that's been kind of an issue is like, it seems like some people are forgetting the black women who also like have been killed by the police and have to go through this kind of stuff too. And like, I guess, what's your perspective on that? Because I'm like, we shouldn't make this a, a sex thing, but at the same time, Black women are, like you said, put at the bottom of the barrel. And it would be great if our like Black people speak for us too. So, like, I guess, what do you guys think about that? I think, I think it should be 
women. I think it should be men. I think, I think it should be you know the movement should support all genders. I think it should involve everybody. It should I involve think everybody. Yeah. Right now, um, we might be forgetting a lot of people. Um, we might be forgetting like and 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 that's the that's the part about all of this over the past how many hundreds of years that shows how bad this situation is so many black people are being killed we're forgetting their names we're forgetting their names we can't keep track we can't keep count so many people are not being filmed we're only seeing the ones that are filmed even the people that are being filmed we're still forgetting their names so i think what's really powerful about this movement right now is that so many more people are being brought back up i'm seeing so many people say this this is a person so 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 person this happened to them say their name i retweet that shit i retweet that shit everybody needs to see everybody needs to see and where i do understand where you're coming from a lot it's 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 a lot of it is about george floyd i do understand i think right now it feels like for me at least it feels like we're fighting for black people yeah, not, not just men, not men. just women. Yeah. Yeah. No, like, I've I've never I've never looked at it as a gender thing. I've never thought mm-hmm. myself. Oh, like, you know, this is the thing is this isn't even specifically for George. This is George is oh. just a victim this of this scenario. George is like, how he like, all just sprung up. There's thousands thousands of people this is for. George is just at the forefront right now, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there were some before, and, and there will actually be some. Everybody's after. involved. It's not just about George. So I know a lot of people might look at it like that, but I definitely don't. Mm-mm. I'm thinking about every black person. I don't care. I don't care whether it's a male or a female or whatever. It's just that George is at the forefront at the moment. It's simple as that. It's not. It's not that we're valuing you know anybody else less, any other gender less. It's just the fact that he's at the forefront of it at the moment, which which makes it kind of look like we're just speaking about black men or him especially now we're speaking about the thousands of black people that have been murdered by people that meant that they're meant to be protected by you know i have another question okay <laughs> uh, i've been um so i know shufu is nigerian someone said they were Ghanaian. someone's jamaican too yeah uh, yeah so <laughs> um it's a separation sometimes with african islander parents and the situation and like my mom is just like finally we got through to her but mm-hmm. it took years <laughs> me and my sister have been have to like argue with her yell at her all that kind of stuff about like how this is kind of an all black people thing and the way they are taught to look at black people is not the right way so i guess have you guys had any experience trying to like educate your parents and like how was, like, do you continue or, like, if it falls on deaf ears, do you just leave them? Because, like, talking to African parents or or um, parents from the islands about this stuff or just even any Black parent who's not American, it's just, like, they just don't want to get it. So, like, how do you, like, I guess, handle those conversations? Luckily for me, my parents are, are, are you know, they're brought up in a Western uh, place that they don't really have any kind of preconceived notions about basically we're, we're in a very multi like i'm literally in the most multicultural place in the world right now my part of london north london is the most multicultural place in the world we've got every person you can think about so it's to me we don't have like my parents don't have this kind of like differentiation between this type of black that type of black or whatever it's just all one 
And luckily, my parents have both, you know, got good head on their shoulders. So we don't even need to have that conversation. Unfortunately, some do. But, you know, that's just my my experience. And I want to say that for my parents, we never really had conversations about um, these kinds of things because um, I wasn't taught this. I, I did not... Even like a year after I came to America, I did not know that these things were happening in America. I left England when I was really young. We were raised in Nigeria and Nigeria does not teach you about history. They teach you to look up to the white man like, mm-hmm. like, 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 like they're gods. They look at you, they, 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 they act like they, what, I, what I've been conditioned to learn is that the Western world is the best place I need to be. That's what we were conditioned to know. That's what our parents in Af- in Nigeria as well were conditioned to know. So whenever um, something about a black American comes up, so many Nigerian parents think that, or they used to think that black Americans were like thugs and they were always lawless and against the, because that's what we were conditioned to believe because it's it was not so long ago that we were colonized. It was not that long ago that we were colonized, 1960? My dad was born, is when we got independence. My dad was born in, how old is my dad? He's 51 now. So he was born a few years after 1960. And so that's how recent, how recent how this shit is, and, and it's, it's, Oh, it happened hundreds of years ago. No, no my parents were alive happened. when this shit was going on. Yeah. Yeah. My parents were alive. My parents were alive when this happened. It's so recent. And they've been conditioned to think that, oh, okay, the white man came to save us. And that's what we were brought to think. I never really had the discussion with my parents about them, but I always had a feeling that my mom thought that African-Americans were a little bit lawless. And that's what so many other Nigerian parents were brought up on. And I don't blame them. That's what they're taught. That's what they're conditioned to know. But now, with all this information that's just circling, my parents are the ones sending me videos now. Yeah. My parents are the ones telling me that they want me to come to England because they're scared of what the, what, what the police will do to me. And I'm very happy that they they because that like information is starting to, to get around because think about it, there was no phones. What they were taught is what they knew. There was no WhatsApp, there was no Facebook. Now these things are circling like wildfire and they're beginning to understand. They're beginning to open their eyes. They're beginning to see that, oh, like my dad now tells me that you're a black boy too, but you need to succeed. I succeeded. It was so much harder for me than my work, white colleagues. Is what he told me, and I said, "Damn!" Like yeah, he actually understands. What, he actually does understand. I thought he never understood, but he actually did understand. He understands. They understand now, and I'm happy to see that these they're, they're, they're becoming aware of these things. Nigerians are actually becoming aware of these things. So for me, I don't really need to speak to my parents about it, but I know they know, and I know they they're scared, and I know they're starting to open their eyes to it. Bro, we got to work 150% more than everybody else. Bro. 150%. We're at the what bottom is- of the chain, bro. We're at the bottom. We're at the bottom. Working at FedEx, bro, as a, as a black kid, young, um, FedEx is morally Spanish than anything, bro. They're very Spanish populated. Most of the managers are Spanish. You know what I mean? Um, me coming up as a black kid starting there, bro, was like... Yeah, I started as a, a, a as a regular package and like everybody else. But once I went there, I knew that life was not for me. And I knew that that life for me, loading a trailer, listening to somebody else is not for me, man. I, I don't want to live like my parents didn't send me to America for me to work for somebody else. That's why I'm trying to build myself up, trying to do what I need to do. So once I got there, 
Um, I was like, all right, man, I'm a, I, I, I'm gonna try to learn the system by myself. Once I see I'm trying, I'm trying to learn the system by myself. It's not working because I don't know anything. So I was like, okay, let me find another, another person that looks like me, another black guy to teach me. It's another manager. I went to the guy. Um, guy was giving me some half-ass shit, bro. He wasn't trying to teach me anything. He wasn't trying to build me up. He wasn't trying to. Okay, whatever, bro. He's not trying to help me out. My own kind, my own, my my own likely skin color like me was not trying to teach me anything. So I said, all right, whatever, man. So I stopped, stopped trying to learn. I don't care anymore. I don't want to be a manager anymore. I don't really want to move up. Um, the Spanish guy came to me and he said, um, yo, bro, let me show you how to do this real quick. So I'm like, all right, bro, cool. I don't really care anymore, but okay, I'll do it. So I go over there. He teach me how to do this. Then the next day I come in, he's like, hey, yo, bro, do the thing I taught you yesterday. I did it, open up the trailer. Next day I come in, he's like, hey, man, I want you to come in tomorrow earlier. I'll give you some more extra hours if you, you know, I mean, you can open these trailers and I'll teach you more stuff. All right, bro, cool. Now I'm in. So I, I sit there, I build my way up. I come in early every day to work, open up the trailers, learn these stuff. And then boom, I made my way up. I went to my first interview. They turned me down. They gave another Spanish guy the the position right that that killed me man because i stayed up the whole night um looked up information how to how to do a job interview for fedex i stayed up like for hours and hours man just just trying to find a, a edge so when i when they, when i get an interview i'll be fine failed the first interview they gave it to some spanish guy um next interview comes around i smashed it out of the park right didn't get discouraged smashed it out of the park then i found out down the line that the scoring of the first interview, I scored way higher than him. Like I scored so hard in him that I should have got the first manager position that was issued. And like I scored a, a 75 and he scored like a 40. But for some reason he got it over me, which you know I mean the the head of the the head of the the sort, the guy that runs the sort, he's Spanish. Him and that guy is like best friends, whatever. You know, what I mean he gave him the position and give it to me, right? So it comes around, um, I get called to HR for some situation that happened. And HR says, um, do you think anybody, um, do you think your sort manager is um, racist? And I was like, I don't think he's racist. I think he's just more, more selective to his people. And she's like, what do you mean by that? I said, he's more, he, he's more likely to help out his people than he is to help my people. And she is like, oh, interesting, start writing down stuff, right? So I got caught a lot of backlash for that. Um, got called in the office saying I can't be saying stuff like that. And I'm like, well, I was stating my opinion. She asked me a question. I answered it. That's how I feel. And that's how I feel. You know, and you can't take that away from me. So me, I got shunned for a little bit. Me, a young kid, black manager, you know what I mean? I got shunned. Um, they, they, tried to got, they tried to get rid of me. I don't tell you guys this, but... They tried to get rid of me multiple times saying I didn't do this correctly or I didn't code the trailer correctly, but I know I did it right because I double checked my work because I know they were trying to. So I know I made sure all my T's were crossed and all my fucking dots were there, my eyes, everything. So they tried to get rid of me. They couldn't get rid of me. They saw that they have to work with me now. So now all down the line, all these guys are coming to me asking me, yo, how do you do this, bro? I don't know how to do this, bro. You can you show me how to do this? Now they all now they so it's kind of crazy now man because um me being a manager i have to deal with a lot of people i've managed like 20 people like on a daily 
people come in all different race, different, you know what I mean, different nationalities, everything. And I can tell most people when I tell them to do something, like morally white people, when I tell them to do something, they're always more rebellious to listen to what I say. They always give me back chats. They're always trying to tell me, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. Um, I don't need to do this. I don't need this job. Whatever. You know what I mean? They're always the ones that are really giving me the hardest time because they don't like to listen to me as a kid or my skin color, whatever it is. They don't like to listen to me telling them what to do. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's crazy. It's like a reversal. So that's just my point or my take on this, man. It, it's a hard world out here. We have to work double as hard as everybody else to get somewhere. And when we do get somewhere, we got to make the most of it and take advantage of it because, you know what I mean? Nothing is handed to us for free. We have to earn it. So might as well, you know what I mean? Take advantage of what we have. You know what I mean? I'm a young kid. I make decent money at my age. I make great money at my age, actually, you know what I mean, as a kid at my age. Um, so, and I told my parents, my parents are like, you know what I mean, because when I first told my parents, yeah, man, I'm, I'm not going to go to college. I don't think college is a thing for me because I seen my my cousin go to college, um, got a degree, went out trying to get a job, can't find a job, go back to college again, trying to get another degree or whatever it is, trying to go get another job. He can't find anything. Now, right now, he works at a fucking call firm. And he went to college for all these years, and now he doesn't have, you know, what I mean, anything to show for it. That's what I didn't want to become. That's why I went into a, went into the workforce, and now I'm sitting, you know, what I mean, I I own a good amount of FedEx stocks, man. Um, I'm sitting on a good amount of FedEx stock right now. So in the future, hopefully, my 401k is looking good. Everything is looking good, man. And hopefully, in the future, man, I can actually capitalize on this stuff, man, and make it, and then make some moves in life, man. Because I I don't wanna. I don't want to keep being the guy that always rent, 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 rent. I want to own something, man, or own multiple properties. That's my goal in this life, man. So my kids can come because one thing about us black people, we don't have anything to pass down to our kids. We never have anything to pass down. It's always you rent all the way up until you have kids. You rent all the way through your lifetime until you die. And your kids turn around and rent. They never have anything to, all right, I have a house here. This house is going to be for my kids when I die. This house is for them. When whatever they want to do with the house after I die, if they want to sell it and buy another house or whatever, I don't want I don't want my my generation or my line to be to be looked upon as oh you don't own anything. I want to be able to own something in life so I can pass it down. Because there's one thing about the the white people that they do well is that they have generational um, passed down or wealth or whatever that they pass down because to they sell it. But but yeah, so. <laughs> So, yeah, so I want to own something so I can pass it down to my kids or for us to have some kind of lineage or something to show for in life. You know what I mean? That's my piece. By the grace of God, we all have something to pass down in life, you know? Yes, we do. And God. don't, like, feel bad black people, black ancestors that you don't have things to pass down because, again, like I said, everything that we had was stolen from us. But we're learning and we're changing the generational curses that, them from our ancestors so we will all have things to pass down to our children Facts. Hmm? another question unless anyone has a question in the chat. i don't think i think we already answered all the questions in chat so so um there's a lot of talk about like well great sorry someone said something who's talking me me okay me hello yes go ahead okay sorry um someone just said um what's our take on austin and looting and um i don't like looting i don't think any of us here likes looting or destruction does anybody here like looting or destruction 
the I mean, fire. Like, let's let's be in ends, you know, with swords and shit. Okay, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Define like. Um, what do you mean define like? Like, do you enjoy I'm stealing? Saying... No, I'm. Let me think. I don't like like for me. I'm. It's in the mindset of, of course, I don't think it's in like, but like, I'm thinking of it in the sense of like. Most of these companies, first of all, they're either big box companies or they have insurance, which is something you're forced to get when you have a company. So you can literally get all your stuff back. You can't get these lives back. And a part, I think think people don't understand the history of arson and looting and protest. It's literally a way of showing defiance because if we notice in this society they don't like pay attention when you're in such a capitalist society that they're so obsessed with money and this and that and they're only paying attention when people destroy stuff i don't say morally right but in certain situations morals don't really matter so for me of course i'll say it's illegal to steal something but at the same time i'm not gonna condemn them because it has a lot to do with the society we live in and and how like for some, like, if you notice, if you watch the news, they are not, they only talk about it when they start breaking stuff or looting in that situation. This, today, there's been so many peaceful protests, and, like, watching the news, they barely were talking about that. They keep talking about the looting and the arson. So, in a way, it's forcing people to look. If we had a reasonable president, he will see that and be like, okay, what can we do to stop this? But he's egging it on. Yeah. And if someone's saying two rights don't make a wrong, I understand that. But at the same time, how much longer? There's this quote by um, James Baldwin that he did in a speech, and he was like, how much longer do I have to wait for your progress? I, My grandfather's time, my great-grandfather's time, my brother's time, my sister's time, there's so much time that I have to wait. Like, how much do I have to wait for you to finally be like, okay, I'll give you... Sometimes you have to take things in your own hands. So that's my point of view on it. Again, like I'm saying, I'm not saying burn down it well <laughs> i'm not saying it's right to burn down everything but i understand the people and why they're doing it like it's the frustration like like mm-hmm. you guys said this thing is just not about george floyd it's about trayvon like a lot of us were young when trayvon happened and nothing happened to the person who killed trayvon so this is happening again and nothing seems to be happening to these people it's a the cup run is over people are like upset they can't keep holding so that's why i think that's coming from but i don't think it's right to steal. And there, like someone said, you've seen the videos of police smashing windows. Some of the rioting and looting is caused by the police, That's undercover true, uh... cops in America who literally break stuff. There was this one video in Target. He was a cop. He was breaking the windows. So they're adding to it. So the cops are doing it and blaming it on the protesters. So it's a lot to do with it than just, oh, don't steal, don't burn things. It, it's, it's a lot. So I can be understanding of it. But yeah. Yeah, I can. I, I think I said it earlier during the podcast. I can understand why it's going on. I don't. I'm not necessarily. I don't support it. You know, I can understand. You know, because there's nothing else going. Like, there's nothing else happening. You know, this has happened We're for so up, long. Bro, We're fed up. You know, it is what it is. You know, if somebody has a better way to do things, please, by all means, come through. Say it. You know, but at the moment, like, there's nothing. There's nothing good. Go. I wish there was a different way to do things. You know. Uh, you know, it, it's morally wrong to, you know, loot and steal and stuff like that. You know, there are small businesses, you know, that are going, that are pretty much in the mud right now because of all, you know, the stuff going on. You know, there are people that have suffered because, you know, they've been looted 
and you know but i i mean at the same time i understand what's going on so can i make another point people stealing happens anyway like again it's a crime to steal but like people steal even when there's not a protest like the, there's a store in our in our neighborhood. It's called Sam's Club. They closed it because people kept stealing. Walmart, like people steal, so stealing, I feel like shouldn't be the focus of like this form of looting and protesting because people steal anyway. But the sense of it is like people that was happening. And the thing about these businesses, I understand, especially for small black owned businesses. But there's like there's been. than 500k to so many different causes like people are i'm not saying it makes it justifiable but it's proving my point that these things can be replaced people can get this stuff back compared to people who are dying because of this their lives are can't be be bring brought back so for me i look at this as just a small price to pay for what the bigger fight is some people Mm -hmm. might disagree and i understand that especially if you own a business i don't own a business so i can't talk about what it will feel like for my business to be broken into but for me, I just, like, see as, like, there's property can be replaced. Things can be replaced. Even if your business is suffering right now, you can still grow back your business. These people's lives are gone, and the people who took their lives aren't getting punished. And so that's what, to or, me, Or can I ask you, can I ask you, though, like, just, um, you know, no disrespect or anything, but what would you think would, um, like, do you think something will change due to just, like, the rioting and the looting and stuff like that? Like... Do you see it changing anything, like the situation? I think it could if we had a president who cared. Because if you, mm-hmm. you look in history, when after Martin Luther King died, it was six days of full riots, um, looting, full, all of that kind of stuff. And six days later, the Civil Rights Act was passed. And so that was a president who saw the frustration, saw the anger of the people, saw that people were upset and did something to fix it. We have a president who sees this and are telling freaking MAGA to load up their guns and trying to put the National Guard and trying to put the military on people, which you legally cannot do. So, like, the there is a way for it to work because it has worked before, but we don't have a president who would work with us. And it just, like, so that's a frustrating part of it because it could work that Trump could literally go to Minneapolis and be like, y'all need to arrest these people or these people are not going to stop. That is a solution that could happen. But is Trump going to do that? Mm-hmm. No, he's not. So it's just like, the that's that's my mind on it. So at this point, it might seem like a nine cause, but at the same time, I don't want people to let up because it would just seem like we're just taking it and yeah. we're going to continue to take it and take it. So things could happen. Things can change. I'm not saying, writing and looting is literally what this freaking country was trying on. The Boston Tea Party was a riot. It was a looting. So... Mm-hmm. It can change things, but it's just we really have a horrible person in office, so yeah, I don't know. I, I just had that question because that was like I wasn't you know I'm when you asked like when I'm asked that question, like do I approve of the rioting and looting? Like I, I can't I can't say yes, I can't say no. You know, I think it's more like you know I understand why it's going on, but at the same I don't know whether it's gonna like change anything or not. You know, just because of who we have in office at the moment and. Oh boy, he's a clown, so it is what it uh, is. You I have questions? two questions, bro. I think the two just important ones, and I, I think that's that's all of my questions. Yeah, I have one question oh. left, and I'm done. So. All right, one of them is um, 
I had one question left too. Yeah. Okay. Do you think we are seeing the major movement of our generation? The support is worldwide from all ages and ethnicities. Yes. I, I think we are. I think this is going to be something you write down in history books, you know? This is something that'll be remembered. I think I think we'll see a change after this. Some sort of change, more awareness, 100%. And I think, as we were said, because of our president, we, we might not see a change, but in the minds of the people, like, just, 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 just from this... Um, just from this podcast alone, I've had people in here say, thank you for opening my mind and making me understand what's going on. More of things like this can definitely bring change to come in like future generations. Because as Fliss said, it's, as Fliss and Amenia said, it's from older people's, it's not older generations that pass these things down. So if we can make the change now, in the future, it will not be like this anymore. It's just a question of, you know, whether or not it completely goes away. Because I don't think something like this can completely subside away, you know. Uh, but I, I, I agree with Toby. Yeah. I think if you compare it, the situation, obviously we're not in their shoes. But if you go back like, like 40, 50 years or whatever, there were not people actively, you know, trying to convince their parents or whatever to be more open or to understand racism or whatever that was not happening but in in our situation right now you're seeing like you know teenagers or people in their early 20s and whatnot doing their utmost to understand and to convince them so if we're going by the notion that people learn from their parents the most assuming that now there'll be a much higher percentage of parents who are aware or understanding of what's taking place it is possible that the situation can improve for certain, but to eradicate completely is either impossible or not it's, it's that not we possible. see in our lifetime. We just, Absolutely. We just need a change. We just need a majority. We just need a majority. Yeah, we just yeah. need a majority. It's not possible um, to also, say there will never be racism. Go ahead. Also, like, I think you're talking about, like, a generational change. Like you were saying, being on Instagram, I'm seeing, like, people in, like, Japan, New Zealand, Puerto Rico, like, places, Germany, um, places that, like, um, Netherlands, places that, like, I'm so surprised are actually protesting this, because I don't think this even happened. Like, when Trayvon, the thing that Ferguson happened, I don't think it was this global. So I I think it shows a shift, and it adds to, I think coronavirus kind of adds to it, because everyone in every country is frustrated about the way, like, people can't go to work, and the people who do go to work are threatened like have the ability of getting sick people are dying at high rates people can't bury their families because like you can't even see them so everyone is like again frustrated and this kind of just adds to it where it became like a worldly thing we're like we can't continue to live like this like we can't continue to live in a world where they'll they won't set up curfews for a disease that's actually killing people by the thousands but set up curfew for people protesting their rights like it's like it's a it's a, I guess, a opening eyes for a lot of people. The people who have always been like this, like, ask Toby, I've always been Black Power, but but also people who aren't, like, realizing, like, this is crazy. Like, I, me and my mom are watching some of the protests, and she's, like, she's surprised about how many how much white people are there with them. And I'm, like, this is, like, a lot of people are putting themselves in danger for this. And that shows how important it is for our mm-hmm. generation. Because Corona's still here. Like, people... <laughs> 
like that's why I haven't gone outside yet I know right but like because like I, I guess it keeps leaks so I'm just protecting myself in the sense of like it's still here the the vaccine I watch on the news they said it like it's work they're starting it but it won't get to use until 2021 that's six more months of no treatment to this disease so it's kind of like it's just adding all up to that so like our generation is like we're not gonna just sit back and continue to let this stuff happen because either we're getting treated wrongly because of our race or we're getting treated wrongly because of our social economic status so let's just stop like fights against both of those things because it is the poor people who are still going to work it is in at least america majority black people who are so it's just all of that combined together and i really like seeing other countries like i sent toby a video of like them in britain doing it like you know their accent it was so cute like they're like black lives okay i'm not gonna do it but like the accent of how they were saying black lives matter it shows that this isn't just a one and done thing because it's going global and this never happened mm-hmm. why is my voice shaking shaking so when i get passionate my voice shakes someone just commented on that well voice shakes so much because that's always that she gets passionate but voice shakes <laughs> i just i just answered that it's okay, my voice shakes as well. Um, can I, say I cry. Yes, go ahead. Okay, um, Shaz says, what do yep. you think of the joke man like Jake Paul looting and vandalizing for content? I mean, I'll be honest, Jake Paul is the least of my... the least person on my mind. He's always been a dickhead to me. I never liked the guy. I'll just say that. That, that, that kind of, like, segues Agreed. into... It kind of segues into into what I would say, bro. My my last question. I remember it was a question I was gonna ask when I was um when I was talking the first time, and it's also has something to do with Marnie's question. He said, "What's your opinion on Kendrick Lamar not talking about this situation?" And my question, like, not really a question, but my response to it is that we shouldn't be looking towards celebrities for any kind of validation or opinions either because in the end that there's people they're just popular like one day i'm gonna be like kendrick lamar like i don't think anybody should directly look at look at me or look up to what i i i have to say because i don't have to speak on the topic mm-hmm. like some people kind of be very passionate and be very moving about this and they're not speaking on the topic so like i'll be very honest i do expect some people whenever i go to some people's tweet, twitter i'm like damn they still haven't said anything about this but in my mind i'm also like i don't like i don't expect them to say anything about this and what they say doesn't end up being you know well it's not really going to convince me that's the thing that's that's what i said about influencers let me say it like this how do you know that kendrick lamar hasn't done anything to help the cause like just because he's not tweeting out or saying something doesn't mean he's not doing anything. There's mm-hmm. some people that just not like they don't always want to share stuff on social media. Like they, mm-hmm. you know, you have to realize that. You know, yeah, how yeah. do you know Kendrick Lamar hasn't donated to the gods? How do you know he hasn't done people stuff? People are know? saying, "Oh, where's J Cole? He's always talking about Black Lives Matter, this and that. He's not doing anything." Yeah. I was gonna say the that same after, example. The day after, people see J Cole protesting with the people. He needed to come out. Say, oh, guys, I'm gonna go march. You ain't gonna do that. 100. People seem gonna... to think that like t- Twitter is like a a personal diary whereby you must document every everything that you do. Internet. And even 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 minor minor situations where people are having like let's say 
a discussion whereby someone gets called out or something, not to do with any uh, killing or anything. People expect that somebody must be calling someone out on the TO when they can be DMing it in private or trying to educate them in private or whatnot. Not, like, you, it's fair enough to say that they can be like your role model or whatever. That's fine. If someone's a celebrity, maybe you look up to them or you idolize them. Or, you know, people might like Beyonce or whatever. Uh, feel free. But you. if exactly and so if she if she does not now tweet her day to day base of what's happening and what she's going to be doing today you're not going to start turning against her thinking oh hold on a second like do you really care because you know what you'll get in response you'll get some half-hearted nonsense thing of like oh hello guys like i'm so sad about what's happening you cannot push someone to uh what is it start tweeting every single thing about what they're doing for their cause and if anything there are some people that do the opposite they are celebrities and they start tweeting even more nonsense to yeah. gain some sort of positive response i don't know if you might saw that virtual ablo nonsense that happened nonsense <laughs> guy. how can the guy is selling nonsense the guy, guy is selling a felt tip marker pen yeah for like 700 dollars and, he's, <laughs> he's, and he's, he's coming a pencil for 700 dollars and you come in to post on the instagram check out this 50 dollars that i donated to, to the cause what do you think this is man People are selling $50 Virgils now. On yeah. yeah. And it's like, <laughs> listen, pe- people, and I'm never one to judge how much someone like donates. I'm never the kind of guy that's like, oh, you're a footballer. Why are you only donating 10%? It should be 50. But come on, man. You, you are literally like a multi-millionaire. And you think the thing, that the thing $50. About Virgil, the thing about Virgil is that he um he donated 50. And you only he, he said that he only shared that he donated 50. He donated um 20k, 20k, uh, a lot more. I think 20k or something. But he only shared that. But the the thing is, in this uh society or social media, people can out of context you so easily. So you just that's just not what you want to do. Because the thing is, something bad happens. Let's say something that is career threatening happening happens, and then it becomes rectified. More people are gonna care about when it was a bad thing. When it becomes rectified, mm. yeah. you get and I, I, I think we're all somewhat responsible too. Because even yeah. when yeah. Do, you, do you remember, like it was, I think maybe three weeks ago, four weeks ago. So oh, I was more so in the UK, but so many like black celebrities or influencers oh, were getting bro, pulled out for their racist tweets. I'm gonna be honest with you. You know what I did? I went to like chunks and those guys. I I put on my tweet notification. I said, right, I'm gonna sit here and wait. And let me see their apology tweets. <laughs> no apology tweet came. And, and like that, that is part of the issue. Like I'm expecting them to come and write on their notes app to give me an apology. They didn't say anything to me. But I'm sitting there, wait, I've, I've got my notifications turned on for chunks. For what? This guy's, this guy's racist tweet from seven years ago doesn't really affect me in any way. But I'm just there trying to see what my guy's going to say. But social media is, is, is tapped in that regard. It doesn't, doesn't add up. Mm-hmm. I, I was like gonna, um, oh. yeah, go ahead. Something I agree with not allowing any celebrity to have, have damaged power over you that you need them to say something. But something that this movement is doing compared to a lot of movements is the mindset that silence, when you're silent, you're on the side of the oppressor. And some mm. people might say, oh, that's dramatic. But it's kind of in the sense of like saying, if you're silent about what's going on, then you're not for us especially in the sense of there's some people don't tweet about this whole situation but are still tweeting about their beach trips or getting their nails done and things of that nature or like doing their regular 
that and it's kind of has a connotation that you see everything that's happening and then you ignore it so mm-hmm. i think for people with sense it's not that oh we need the celebrity to speak because we need justification from them or um need their approval or something of that nature it's the same it's like someone just put like falling silent in the like face it appears that you're on the side of the oppressor, especially in this connotation, because that's been a big thing that's spread all over social media, all over the internet. Like, if you're quiet in these kind of situations, then you're on the side of the oppressor. So that's why I think it's more people want celebrities to speak up, especially Black celebrities, because this is affecting you. A lot of Black celebrities think that since they're rich, racism doesn't touch them, and it does. Like, I think that was something, some celebrities said things of that nature, and that's where the upset comes from. So, like you talked about J. Cole. He didn't tweet anything, but people saw him. They're like, they they stopped messing with him about it. Things like someone posted Kendrick's whole career, his whole music is talking about police brutality, police oppression, black men being treated horribly in this country. And this is happening. And he's like, him saying nothing about it is kind of confusing. Like, I thought this was what you were all about. And it's not like, oh, we need him to say something, but it's like, are you not paying attention to this? Is life easy for you now? So you think this is bother you anymore? So for Kendrick's situation, real quick, I think his whole discography is about this. Do you really need him to come and share his opinion about what's going on? You should already know what his opinion is. That's what I'm saying. Like you yeah. like you you we know, like you said for J. Cole, even him too, we knew. So when we saw him at the protest, we weren't really surprised. We're like, okay, cool. Maybe he's not. But it's like I'm saying, it's the mindset of silent. You don't have to agree with that, but sil- being silent in these kind of situations is being, especially if we're talking about other people, maybe not Black artists, but artists who benefit off of Black culture, who make music that were created by Black people, who like the Kardashians, who freaking make their bodies look like Black people, have Black kids, and being silent, like, what does that even mean? Like, are you just using our culture for our aesthetic? Is you're okay with being black until you're actually black, you know? So that's, again, that's where a little, some more of the anger comes from. It's not just like, oh, I want this celebrity to say something because, oh, I, a big stand of Beyonce, she didn't say something. Beyonce didn't say something until way, way later. And I was never upset about her about it. Like, I personally don't get upset about celebrities doing, saying anything. But to me, it's kind of like, how can you pretend or say you're something else and then, show nothing like the Kardashians whole thing is stealing from black but you can't speak up about stuff happening to black people so I think there's two sides of it like again no influencer no celebrities or means so much to you that if they don't say anything you're crushed or you like you like cancel them or whatever but at the same time understand people wanting them to speak up because being silent at this time doesn't help anybody like you can I understand maybe you don't go on social media a lot, but right now, silence is not helping anyone. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree with that. I also think they shouldn't get slated for, for staying silent, though, but they should, you know, the right thing to do. They should do the right thing. Speak up on the matter. But why, as if you why, benefit why, from our why, culture. Why us as a community look to these influencers or the celebrities as such a that we need their opinions on stuff for us to. I think know it's what's it's right. not more like we need them. It's more like we want them to because of how big their social standing so is. Platform standing their platform is, is they can help more people, kind of in the I thing, you know. Understand that, but a lot yeah. of people. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm gonna say something, bro. 
we, we both really like we both really like TP. TP yeah. has not said anything about this situation. Facts. And facts, facts. facts. I, 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 two people that I, I really like did not say anything about this situation on social media. TP and Hugo. Mm. And I'm checking daily basis. And the day I refresh check, they still not said anything. The one that comes um into my mind is maybe because their social media is pretty much strictly for gaming or mm. strictly for their work that they're not saying anything about it. Meanwhile, for me, my social media is for Twitch. Also, it's personal. I tweet about many different things. But then, like, you know, TP is only tweeting about COD clips and tournaments. Hugo's only tweeting about packs and he's only talking about FIFA. So I somewhat think that even though that's that's probably that's what's not in our hearts. Brands okay. are tweeting about it, and brands. Are okay, brands are tweeting. It. Yeah, I know, I know. But there's also like different people are advised to do different things. Do you get where I'm coming from? Some people have been told not to say anything about it. I don't know even who though... the other person is, but I know what's his name. What is his name? Hugo. Hugo, and like I'm not calling him out. I don't know him, but there's a big issue with other POCs standing up for black people. And I don't, like, he's your friend, of course. He's, I think he's Shufu's friend, too. I'm not saying he's, like, against black people. But there's been a... Oh, you said something today? Oh. My bad. You said something? Continue, continue. Continue. Oh, but, like, there's a... That was going to be what my question was about. I don't want to talk about this. But there's, like, this POC solidarity that people tend to try to preach. But then... When things like this happen, a lot of POCs, especially from the Asian and Hispanic community, are not helping or not speaking up for Black people. So, or, so like, I don't know. I'm not saying that's his case, but again, there, we make a lot of excuses for people when it shouldn't be hard to speak up for things that are wrong. Even if you only post business on your Instagram or your Twitter or anything like that, if something, okay, well, he's fine. But my PLC thing really... See, he says, I normally don't speak out, but you should still speak out. Normally, this is not a normal situation. We are at... Like, this is the breaking point for people. Normality doesn't happen anymore. That that cannot be excused. Being, I don't do anything on Instagram. I don't do anything on Instagram. But when this happened, I started posting. You can't just use the excuse of not normally being on things as a reason. Even if you just post like look at him right now it's just one thing and that's 100 percent okay but just don't use the excuse of i'm normally not on it because a lot of people are normally i think it's, or, it's more, i think it's more like he just like he doesn't feel comfortable he, like i feel like because you know he's always used his platform for one thing and you know mm-hmm. and this Over is them. kind of this is kind of what he does and stuff like he doesn't want to make a mistake and you know offend people you know, I really um, I understand that, mm-hmm. and I kind of try to. I want to mm-hmm. let everyone know that this is an uncomfortable situation, whether you're black or white or Hispanic or, or Asian or any other race or ethnicity. This is uncomfortable because it seems like when you want to speak out about something, if you don't do it right, everyone starts attacking you, which can be a scary thing. That's happened to some people. I think it just happened to Emma Watson. She posted the blank thing on her, like the blackout thing, and people just started attacking her, even though she's always been someone who spoke out about rights for women and black people from as long as I know her. So I understand the idea of feeling afraid because of how people would react to it. But if you're genuine 
in certain situations, it will come across. Like, this Hugo thing looks genuine to me and the other person that Toby just talked about. So it's it's just like, and if you're not sure, people have Black friends who are willing to talk to them. If you're a person who's not Black and you want to post something, show it to your friend and be like, is this okay? Would this offend anyone? And they'll let you know and they can continue. But I don't think we should use an excuse of something that you normally don't do because this is not normal and we mm-hmm. shouldn't just do things as normal. Mm-hmm. I don't know if someone else would leave. Oh. Okay. Um, Toby, do you have any other questions? I think I think we've gotten I've gotten all mine. Yep. <laughs> Got all mine. You got all mine? Yeah, no, I know mine you're good you're good too? Okay. Oh well, well, uh I'm sorry. You go. go I don't ahead. know if anyone has a situation about like the PLC thing. Like, do black people like to be involved or called PLC? So PLC no, is for people, person and it's of color. person of color, people of color, and it's just a term that is used to just you know group all minorities together. But like, it seems like when other minorities stand up for, like when black people stand up for other minorities. They're always there. They always show out. But when it's the other way around, other minorities kind of make excuses. This isn't generalization. Maybe like maybe 20% of other minorities because I have Mexican friends and his and um Hispanic friends who are speaking out. So I'm not saying everyone's like that, but have you guys ever seen things like that or have any thoughts about that? I, I think the situation is that uh, like I'm, I'm seeing tweets, for example, from, I don't even know if it's like government of China or, or whatever, it's trying to speak out against it. And it's like, one of those hold on isn't this you because they've got like entire <laughs> muslim concentration camps and it's like mm-hmm. no matter how much you want to group together uh africans and asians and middle east at some point or other these people in the middle east or asia have been equally if not worse in terms of racism towards black people so mm-hmm. in in that regard you, you can't really keep them together but in general I, i've never had an issue with using POC or, or, or BAME or any of those terms, just as a general term to use to describe something. I don't think it's something that should be offensive, but it's something that when discussing racism in particular, you can't categorize these people in, in, in the same way because it's not the case. Like Every other group that isn't black has been racist towards black people throughout history at any point in time. So mm-hmm. that is my thoughts. I agree. Well, I mean, I think that wraps up the uh, the podcast there. Two hours and 30 minutes-ish. <laughs> I have a couple of things. Oh, that... gosh. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. So, so it's an hour longer than we wanted it to be. Yeah, I know. I know. It's okay, though. I mean, it was well Sorry. worth it. No, no, no. Don't, don't <laughs> apologize. Thank you. Thank you, if anything, for coming on. We're... Um, uh, coming on and contributing to the conversation um and i thank everybody here if you're watching on twitch if you're listening to it i appreciate it if you take anything out of us let us know on twitter um reach out um do all you can you know educate yourselves and you know let's make a let's try and make a difference in the world one step at a time um anybody else have anything they want to say before we uh before we hop off here yes I want to give a great thank you to all the people who are protesting. You guys are way braver than me and stronger than me. And thank you for putting your life at risk. Please be safe. Wear a mask. Take hand sanitizer. Just if the police try to just listen to whatever they say, just to avoid harm. But thank Stay you safe. to anyone who might be listening who goes protesting. Thank you.
Thank you. Anybody else have uh, anything they would like to uh, say? I second what Rura said. Um, Rura, thank you for jumping on the podcast, for sharing that history with us and your opinions and ideas. Um, <laughs> very, very well-spoken, very, very educated. Fun. I should make a Black Power podcast. <laughs> yeah, you should. Very, very, um, you know, very, very educated, very, very well-spoken. And I um, appreciate Amenya. Thank you again, bro, for... I know it's like, what time is it in England? Like four, right? Bro, there's no such thing as time zones when it comes to <laughs> Corona lockdown, man. I'm here. Anyway, thank you for being up, man. Um, and Fliss as well. Thank you. Fliss as well. You had to hop to bed. He was really tired, but very well spoken, very educated. You're like, King. Um, thank you to all the people in the chat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, chat. I'm smiling. My face is. Chat. Thank you, you guys for um, yes. Being so he tries to delete my shine, but thank you guys. He tries to delete all my W. <laughs> um, thank you guys for um watching, listening. Um, what are you about to say, Skills? Check your Instagram real quick. That video. Okay, sure. Um, I appreciate you guys. Um, just thank you for being you involved, man. Join first time finesse. Is that y'all's name? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but I was gonna say that um today wasn't about FIFA. We did say we were gonna. Um, talk about elite, but that's not really important right now. Next podcast, that's next really, podcast, next, next, week, next podcast, week. we can cover that. I'll, I'll get elite again this weekend by God's grace, and we can cover that next um next podcast. But thank you guys for being willing to listen, um, to get educated and to understand our points of view and how it feels to to be a black man right now and black woman. Yeah. Um, podcast will be edited. It, I'm. I think I'm gonna have to do a little bit of editing. This time around, because somebody decided to let loose um, this time around. That's okay, though. Um, so, the podcast should be up uh, hopefully this week. You know, we'll get it out this week. Um, episode 5 as well will be edited and put up this week as well. So, you guys will have two mm-hmm. things to listen to if you guys have everything to go. More. Yep. Um, again, we thank you. Uh, stay safe. Black Lives Matter. Um, and that's the podcast right there. Thank you all for joining. Bless you. Alrighty.